Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Adventurers League. Or, well, kind of. That's still what the chat for this game is titled, but we're playing the Pathfinder playtest now, which is kind of like beta testing the Pathfinder version of Adventurers League, sort of. Go with that. Close enough. <clears throat> we're going to introduce our characters. John. I'm John, and I'm playing Railnor Weaveborn, the half-elven imperial sorcerer. And Jeremy. I, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Gunford Stormhair, the uh, dwarven ranger, and his tiger, Bitey. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Gorgonash, the half-orc monk. And Jeff. I am Jeff. I am playing Ribnell Thibblestep, the gnomish alchemist. All right. When last we left this group of adventuring on commissioners, hey, you're you're reasonably adventurer-y. Um, they had started their journey into the ashen of a. Desiree, which is sort of a lost temple place is buried in and connected to the sewer systems of the city. Apparently, here there is a terrifying, potentially vampiric hobgoblin um, terrorizing the locals. Um, or, well, terrorizing the locals by stealing their shit and also terrorizing some goblins by having them steal their shit and apparently occasionally draining them of their blood and life. But this group has been sent to try and put a stop to this and also to retrieve a um, important family heirloom for one of the town's important scholars. They just finished slaughtering few goblins who were trying to build a statue to who their hobgoblin master. And oh, 
I forgot to say this before summarizing it. Spoilers for the Pathfinder playtest Doomsday Dawn. Worth noting, yes. Eh. <laughs> and to be clear, we are talking about collo the colloquially <laughs> stealing everyone's shit. This is not a World of Warcraft quest. See, that joke's only going to make sense to, like, five people. I feel like we have more WoW fans than that, but... I mean, yeah, that, that even, presupposes even, that we even, have more fans than that. Even within, even within <laughs> WoW fans, that's still an obscure joke. How okay. is that an obscure joke? In fairness, I don't people play think about. this game with shit digging through. Because... Of all the people I've ever talked about, talked to, or played WoW with, you and Jack are the only two who have ever obsessed about that particular point. Uh, Which is would, how it's I an would, obscure joke. I would argue that you talked to the wrong people about WoW. I, I'm more concerned about the people who aren't noticing of or concerned about these quests than the people who seem mildly obsessed with it's them. It's because there's only one in an expansion, so like of the 500 quests you but, might do, one has to deal with shit. And for some reason, Relnor is thinking about a game that he has no way of even comprehending the mechanisms by which it is transmitted. What are you guys physically doing within the game as we pick it back up? I close my journal that I've been writing in. Ribnell's like, he's like, you know, they said that there's certain mushrooms up in this cavern up here. Let's yeah, take a I, look. I believe they were this way. Gorgonath points why, to the. Why don't we not take a look instead, considering we know what they do? Where? Wait, wait. No. So, um, that, that's no. absolutely. Well, we can go take a look and say we did. Why? Why are we going to the place where we know that there is a there is a a, a, a fucking mushroom of doom? That what is wrong with you people? Hallucinogenic mushroom. By the way, Gunford, because oh, of where you physically it. are, I want you to roll me a perception. Okay. Uh, percept my percept. rather than getting sidetracked with what? a hallucinatory mushroom, why don't we just continue on to find the vampiric hobgoblin we're supposed to kill? On the contrary, I think this is totally on our way. Ribnell, you rolled really well, it's not hallucinogenic, if that uh, matters. Yep, uh, sorry, Jeremy. 16. There's still mind altering mushrooms, and I would like to go take a look. All right. With the 16, you notice that in this room, um, there is a decent number, about four or five goblin corpses sort of lined up on the wall. Um, with the 14, they look a bit off to you, but without going any closer, you can't. A 16. Oh. Does that make a difference? You know what? With the 16, they seem wrinkled and languid, even for dead bodies, almost as though they've been drained of all of their blood. But it's hard to be certain because you are at a distance. I'm just saying, we don't have fire. You don't. I, I and we kill that thing with fire, as I, as I recalled last week. <clears throat> I hold up the lantern. A that couple I'm... hours ago. <laughs> I hold up the lantern that I've got. <laughs> 
on my belt. I have fire. You're not helping. I hold up my torch. I also have fire. You're also not helping. I'm not surprised. Now, look. Monkey narrows his eyes. If you want to go check out the mushroom of death, you go right ahead. I'll go look at these desiccated corpses because I think I will be about, I will accomplish about as much as you will. Okay. <laughs> not look. That didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to. I'm okay with but... not poking at dead things. Why are we looking at either of these things? Because mind-altering well, mushrooms. Theor- theoretically, destroying the mushroom colony could potentially... Okay, you depending on how immediately the effects disperse, disrupt the forces ahead of us. Okay, shouted you... from this other from this other room that I've got in, or disrupt the entire ecosystem, you useless moron. <laughs> okay, you two go look at the mushroom. I'm going R- to go R- make puts sh- on a little puts on a mat, his, <clears throat> you... a mask, like ties cloth around to around his face for a mask, and he's going to go poke his head into You two go look at the mushroom. I'm going to go make sure our dwarven friend isn't eaten by zombies. So, I'm going to follow after Gunder. All right. Gunver. So, we're going to start very briefly with Gunford. What's the first thing you want to do as you're sort of uh, Start rifling through bodies and 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 checking okay. if there so that's, is... Actually, no, 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 no. Let me, let me step back from that Make sure I'm not walking onto a death trap. Okay. That will still be perception because perception is the trap roll and the looting bodies roll. Go through their pockets and look for loot. I rolled a natural Xfinity. (laughs) (laughs) This room does not appear trapped. So for those at home who might be wondering what I'm talking about, I got two new dice today. And where it normally says, I know you can't see it, but where it normally would have a one, it says Xfinity, which I feel is incredibly appropriate for what a natural one would be. Because when I think Xfinity, I think critical failure. This stream brought to you by Xfinity, Xfinity. as they are my current internet provider. <laughs> my and probably the majority of our internet provider at the moment. Xfinity! Because there's no, no better house. option where you live. This house is cur- this house is currently providing net by AT and T. So, it, which is not a better option. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's really because not. Also, what you have where you live. Because by the because FCC monopoly failure to properly it. regulate the yeah. internet, at, while also overregulating the internet. This took a turn. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. So he, he steps on the bomb and explodes. Room, you don't notice any traps, nor does anything get immediately set off. Next, Ribnell, you were walking into that yep, room. I'm not going to go striding in, but I am going to go looking in there to see first. You're, is you're stepping moving in there. the doorway into that room. That's, that's really yep. what... So what matters in this instance. Um, I did mention before, I am putting a mask around my mouth and nose before walking in. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Full uh, joke's on you. This is a contact poison. 
is that a mechanically relevant mask to any extent? No, it's just putting a, you know, like a cloth across his face. So if whether or not that will have any mechanical effect is now up to you. Um, It's up to whether or not the rules have anything in it, because Mm -hmm. I am trying to run the Pathfinder to mechanics as they're meant to be run. The flavor I'm fine fucking with, but the mechanics I'm trying to use. I have no idea if there's any mechanical thing for gas mask. <laughs> but you don't have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So. What do I see? Um, or inhale. <laughs> At this moment, we're all going to roll initiative. (laughs) All right. Because, well, this is an environmental encounter and not a... um, Oh, hey. And not a creature fight. The way that Pathfinder handles complex environmental encounters is by going into combat. Okay. Okay. Try and locate a d20 that isn't just been down. Thanks, Percy. That works. You know what's funny? I went to go, I picked up my dice, went to roll it, and then paused because I was about to roll initiative and without thinking of it, made sure I had clicked on my character on my character token. (laughs) I did too, so don't feel bad. (laughs) Physical. Yeah. Well, I actually, yeah, I can add you guys onto the initiative tracker. Um, if you would be so kind. My initiative bonus. I'm actually just going to leave you on there pro- for now, and you guys can just change your initiative each okay. time combat happens. Where the fuck is the initiative mod? It's your perception modifier, typically. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, in this case, if you wanted to, in- no perception, because you're mostly investigating right now. Um, initiative change based on this. Initiative can change based on context, but like perception is what you'd be using to pat down the bodies. If it was something else, I'd give you that option. Um, all right. So, Relnor, I believe you were also going into the corpse room. I was going to oversee the corpse room, just in case the corpses decided it was their time to rise up. Uh, So I will stand in the doorway here and just sort of peer in with my lantern. All right. Um... Yep. Rib down you've sort of stepped vaguely into the room, you can see these large red mushrooms within the room itself. Um, now, uh, examining the mushrooms, I want to see, are they look like they're like going to go up in a puff of spores if we touch them, or does it 
would we be you able can to make cut me them a up? nature roll? Oh, that's great. Uh, and nature yeah. is what is my nature skill? Hey, that gives me a nine. Um, I mean, if you damage them, they will definitely explode more is <laughs> something you're guessing based on your previous role, but Look. not really augmented by this role. Um, but as you're sort of going through the process of examining these things, considering whether or not it's a good idea to touch them. Uh, Do I die or become a uh, mindless automaton? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> You're going to need to make me a fortitude save. Fortitude. Um, That's my fortitude. Am I? Hey, I am an expert in fortitude saves. And 10 plus. Okay. Um, expert is is just your level, or is it level plus, level plus one? Level plus one. Level plus one. Okay. Uh, so that gives me a fifteen. All right. With the fifteen, you sort of hold your breath and keep your mask to your face as is this puff of red smoke, just red um, spores, just flow throughout mm. the room. Um, definitely a lingering in this entire room's area. Uh, um, uh, then there we go. That works. I am going to back out of the room quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not your turn anymore. Or it was their turn. And now it's okay. his turn. Um, Gorgonesh, you can see that now this room has this distinct red tinge um, of spores in the air. I have something I'd like to try, but I need to get Ribnell out of there first. Because <laughs> yeah. if it turns out these things are like gasoline in the air, I don't want him to be caught in the blaze. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I will use one action to shift over here. Can I use a second action to try and pull Ribnell to the, to the space next to me? Yeah, fair enough, given the context. So, and the yeah. fact that he's only about three feet tall. <laughs> that too. I'll use my second action to pull <laughs> Ribnell aside. Mm -hmm. And then use my third action to just kind of wave my torch through the spores and see if they catch. <laughs> 
Um, are you aiming for any of the physical mushrooms that are on the side of the wall? Uh, probably, but mostly trying to wave through the spores on my way to the mushrooms to see if the spores themselves catch too. Um, here's... A torch can be used as an improvised weapon if you want me to just make yeah. it. Yeah, I was going to say, do you know where your improvised weapon attack would be? Yes. Okay. Well, I rolled a 19 on the die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll hit the stationary mushrooms. Nothing catches as you move through the spores. However, when you make contact with... Um, does it give you a damage for that? or uh, 1d4 bludgeoning and 1 fire damage. All right. So roll, roll your 1d4. Which, plus my strength mod, obviously. Uh, that will be... <laughs> Three bludgeoning plus my strength, which is four, so seven bludgeoning and one fire. Now I'm contemplating making a torch into a magic weapon. All right. Magic As torch. You... Wait, collect samples. This thing has a weakness fire 10. <laughs> As you feel like a modicum of fire damage to it, most of, of this fungus um, explodes with it more spores coughing into the air um fortitude save yeah and you're gonna need to make me a fortitude save but let me check the i mean it doesn't have any for lack of a better term hit points left like <laughs> you destroyed it all right um, uh, see, 14 on the die plus my fort save is four, so 18. Okay, with an 18, in, you're fine, as, but these spores seem to be more dense in this room now than they were previously. But yeah, you have, you've sort of removed the major mushrooms in this room leaving I, behind I, I did get the majority of them then with that I yeah you got all of them it took okay. damage it is dead <laughs> that is how the, the text of this item reads perfect um, but yes you, you've definitely gotten rid of them and I'm getting rid of these goblins because they're in the way no so... we need temples um, just for fairness's sake, Gunford, you hear this sort of commotion up above and some sort of fiery explosion. But there's uh, also they, some corpses in this room. Yeah. Uh, they killed it or they're dead, one of the two. And I go to trick the corpses. Okay. Make me a seek roll, which is perception. Okay. Seek and you shall find. 16. With a 16, there is distinctly nothing on these, these goblins. One or two have the evidence, even in death, of bruise oozes seemingly from chains or being grabbed sharply at the wrists. Um, they're definitely drained of blood. It would require a medicine roll to determine anything more about that, but they don't have anything. I'll give it a try. Yeah. 
Go for it. That would be a five. I mean, maybe they're drained of blood. Maybe they've been taxidermied. He gets up, grunts, kicks one of them. As as Gorgonash yeah. lean, leans away from the room filled with spores and faces his head away so he's not breathing any of them towards him, holding the torch between him and the spores. Uh, well, <clears throat> if anything else, those mushrooms won't be affecting anyone else as soon as those spores disperse. Mm, sounds like they've survived. I pull out my journal and write in it. Looking right. into the spores settling to the ground at all, or are they just staying nope, airborne? They still seem in this room to be densely. You can make me a nature roll if you'd like to try and determine how long it's going to take them to disperse. Sorry, did Gunford oh. ask Railner what he's writing? Yeah, what are you writing? <laughs> oh, just observations. An like. unnatural 20. Yeah, with an unnatural 20, you can determine that these. Um, Fungi are, they're probably quite vulnerable to fire, but they're probably also quite explosive in the context of fire. And it's probably going to take maybe 10 minutes for the spores to disperse, given that fire has been used. I I turned the book around to show Gunford. Do you read Elvin, Gunford? Uh, I'm checking my languages. That is not my character sheet. That is Bidey's, and Bidey only speaks Tiger. <laughs> and reads Tiger. He reads Tiger too. Speaks and reads um, Tiger. Yes. No, I do not. I read Common and Dwarf. You see a bunch of Elven words. Yep, that's fancy, right? Now, what did it say? Plus it back around. Oh, just two dead bodies, seemingly exsanguinated. Uh, List of four goblins that were worshipping an idol of somewhere. Room full of spores that Ribnell and Gorgonash went to investigate. I don't know there because I don't know what's happening there yet. <clears throat> I mean, you can just write down disrupted local ecosystem. That's fine. Depends on if it was a parasitic, if it was a parasitic mushroom or not. The parasitic mushroom was already disrupting the local ecosystem. Therefore, getting rid of it would restore it. But it depends studying information. I write the notes that I see so far. <clears throat> some parasites, I will have you know, some parasites are perfectly natural, even if they're sometimes harmful. Yes. Orcs, for example. While not getting into that discussion, lopinly parasites are also transplanted from other ecosystems, which cause them to harm. Regardless, I don't know what the information is, so I'm only writing down what I know. Right. Also, uh, a parasite by definition mm -hmm. is harmful. <laughs> I mean, there's not a type of parasitism. There's many different types of parasites, some of which aren't harmful, some of which are blah, 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 parasitism. By being a parasite <laughs> and not one of the other two terms for, for things that live off something else, it is harmful. There is not advanced biology in Pathfinder, so they haven't qualified those. There are actually more levels than just those initial three, but we're not going to get into that now because that would be a longer conversation. Yes, but the three, the three basic is like Parasite, Symbiote, and the third I one. That I feel the soul of Jack with us, but as this discussion is no longer in character, I feel not bad at all about saying... Ralnord, do you want to physically inspect the bodies with the medicine as well? Yes, I would like to step up. And since, cool. since since they didn't jump up and bite, I'm going to take no, a look. They're 
definitely not moving anymore. Uh, that's a 15. Okay. With a 15, the first thing you determine I'm sorry, is... it's the 16. I, I have a minus okay. two down a minus three. With the 16, the first thing you determine is that Aaron needs to check the DC. Um, wait, 16 is higher than... Um, okay. With the 16, the first thing, yeah, they aren't getting up. Now, given the context you already have, you start sort of looking for where the blood may have been removed, looking for sort of two fang bite marks, the kind of evidence you might have for a vampire. Because if they were bitten by a vampire, they probably should be getting up. They've definitely been dead for a few days. Um, and you notice instead of those sort of stereotypical fang bites you might expect, there's a sort of finger-sized hole in the throat, a singular one. Um, and the bodies are definitely fully exsanguinated. Um, Check on the ass. There, it's a hobgoblin vampire, so we don't know what the fuck they might be into. Is uh, where on the neck is the hole at? Like side of the neck, center of the neck, side of the neck, back side of the neck. Okay. Well, that's interesting. It doesn't look like it's a normal vampire. Um, no, it's a hobgoblin vampire. Well, no, um, not 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 the kind of vampire that makes more vampires or more undead things by draining their blood. Also, not the kind that necessarily bites unless he's only got one tooth. Um, and then I'll, I'll sort of pull the neck around and point to the singular hole in the in the neck. See, normally there'd be two bite, like a bite mark, but this is just like sort of a puncture wound. Maybe he didn't want to make other ones, so he... Or maybe he's not actually a vampire. Um, do any of you read Goblin? I do. Nope. Unfortunately, Goblin and Orc are still two different languages. Ribnil does. I do not. I do. Um, yeah. Well, Ribnil, let me know if you come into this room. Um, well... Yeah, if I see that there's not going to be a, if if I say that once I see that I'm not able to grab any samples of these mushrooms, yeah, I'd go. It's like okay, fine. Let's go see what the other guys are doing. Do I see any writing on the body or on the walls or something? Um, you might see some scratches into the walls. It might. It probably doesn't read to you as writing. Okay. Necessarily. Um. <clears throat> but continuing on the thought process, it may very well be that this isn't actually a vampire, but somebody who uses some sort of ability, some sort of technique to drain blood, and and maybe practices several of the uh, sort of mimics several of the things that uh, people might know or or have superstitions about being vampires in order to maintain uh, political power amongst the tribe, but not actually be a vampire if they're not draining blood like a vampire. And I'm waiting to see if Gunford's eyes glaze over. <laughs> no. He gets it. <laughs> that seems to be quite a leap, but I'm not denying it's possible. I mean, if these, if it, if it was a vampire, I would suspect that their victims, or there would at least be some amount of undead victims rather than just goblins. I mean, based on that theory, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you read a lot, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> he says, indicating the journal. That's all I needed to know. All right. Um, 
Yep, you do you in there. Come on, buddy. After inspecting, I'll step out. Uh, you'd probably step over. Ribnell's kind of pouting. It's like, Grognesh blew up the mushrooms before I can get a sample. I mean, if you wanted to collect some of the spores, they're still going to be floating around for a bit. I mean, I presume that's because the if... mushrooms were a threat? I mean, I don't, I don't recommend, I don't recommend breathing in the violent red spores if you'd like to take a look. What did you guys find? Uh, two exsanguinated goblin bodies, not exsanguinated in the procedure that one would expect of a vampire. Maybe. Dead goblins, take a look. missing blood. Maybe he just didn't want to neck. bite a goblin. I mean, they're they're kind of dirty. Well. Uh, it's, he's a hobgoblin. Oh, would, would you want to put your mouth on that? See, this guy knows what I. This guy knows what's up. No, but by comparison, many people are distasteful of elves. At the same time, I do not have the same distaste for elves that other people that do have distaste for elves have. Because no, I'm not talking elves. about elves. I'm talking about like, when's the last time these things bathed? Never. Everyone <laughs> has their own cultural differences and norms. It's not. Well, our... would, would you would you want to you put know, your mouth on that? That's they were fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I will note that many that many people only lightly sear their meat before eating it, and their meat has never taken a bath likely ever. Yes, I mean some people are fucked up, you're right. Venison rarely takes a bath. <laughs> but you're not eating the skin when you're eating the venison. You you wash the meat. Regardless, I say pointing at the <laughs> goblins. If you want to take a look, feel free, but I don't know if there's much more to find. You don't just hack off a piece of deer and then shove it straight into your mouth. Some people do. Yeah, well, we call them plague bearers. So those people that eat rats. Deers don't typically carry all that many plagues. We're going to go in there and oh eat like purple goblin corpse with I a stick. I can't deal with this fucker. All right. Um, Ruben will go in there and if you will poke a goblin with a stick. Yeah. Okay. It continues yep. being dead and it's... moves as expected based on your sticks movements. Um, but as you enter, you also notice that scrawled on the wall about at the height at which a goblin would probably write, which makes it more obvious to you being also oh, fair. Height. Um, is in goblin motivation, 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 motivation. The bad ones are this. It's motivation, motivation, loyalty, motivation to scroll in goblin um, along on the wall. Just kind of look at it it's like, huh? That's a really bad motivational speech. <laughs> What's that? Point at the, the scribbling there. It's like a goblin motivational speech, I guess. It's really not that motivational. I would. I assume that's because I come from a more civilized area, but I would never have actually thought of a goblin giving a motivational speech, and now I'm very interested to know what a goblin motivational speech would be. It, it, apparently it's just repeating motivational at them repeatedly. Um, oh! Oh, okay. Nope, nope, nope. That makes sense. That Motivation. Dead goblins. Do your thing right. That doesn't sound like, like a... Yes, that doesn't sound so much like a motivational speech as an example. Oh. 
Oh yeah, that, that makes which more also sense. would indicate why they weren't turned into vampires. Well, that actually makes sense it, because that, the guy that, just didn't want to bite a goblin. That makes it less. Actually, no, that doesn't because I would imagine if your underlings weren't behaving the way you wanted them to, turning them into a subspecies that you would have complete dominion over would make more sense because then you can go. Look, they weren't motivated. I made them motivated. Now they are completely 100% dedicated to my cause. You want to be 100% dedicated to my cause, but without me having to do that to you, don't you? Also, I That's will not I grant you eternal life like I did these things. No, doesn't fly. It's not really eternal life so much as a puppeteering of the flesh. Look, that's I how think, they sell it. I think I believe that even a goblin would recognize that a zombie goblin is not as appealing as staying alive. Yeah. Uh, for additional Vampires time, don't make you zombies. know what those mushrooms in the upper room do, just to remind yeah. you from last week. Yes, they, they're, they're meant to... the will and... Make yeah. you susceptible to suggestion. Vampires uh, don't make zombies. Vampires I'm, make vampires. What I'm saying is that I don't... I think that the likelihood of our hobgoblin being an actual vampire has been reducing from 100% rapidly since arriving also i would note that i believe a vampire has other means of controlling their subjects and would not necessarily need mind-altering fungus what we're saying is it might not be a vampire might be something not 100 i know you hobgoblin. literally said the words it might not be a vampire five times now i just like to make things clear it, might, it was clear the first time you said it might not be a vampire. It might be Maybe something. He's... It might be something more than simply a hobgoblin, but it might also just be a hobgoblin playing vampire, or a hobgoblin something else playing. Anyways, shall we continue? I say, pointing at the hallway. <laughs> well, there's one more doorway over there we haven't looked at yet. Yeah. You also haven't checked this room, just as a reminder, because I know we cut off last week. Which room? The one the we're in. The room you're standing in. Oh, yeah, there's the dead goblins yeah. and the statue. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go look at the statue. I want to go study the statue for a minute yeah. while people That's are deciding fair. whether or not they want to go look, look in that other room. It is definitely supposed to be a hobgoblin. <laughs> inference about which hobgoblin you'd expect it to be um beyond that it's crude poorly constructed um barely holding together like clearly it fell down a bit during the fight and was already not particularly structurally sound but it seems to be some sort of symbolic representation of their leader that they thought was the thing that their leader might want. Pull out journal, writing in it, talking out loud while writing. It's more of an effigy really than a statue. <laughs> um, looking around here, just as walking down towards this door, just looking at the examining the walls, is there anything hung on there? Decorations? Uh, yeah. uh, more so etching? This room is lined... You guys may have noticed this, but you haven't really looked into it yet. Um, this room is lined with sort of the, um, with 
indents into the walls, many of which hold hold the decaying remains of skeleton. It's um, sort of stacked one on these sort of thin, long entombments stacked one on top of the other throughout the room. Many of them look recently disturbed, as though the goblins living here had dug through many of them. Do they look like human skeletons or goblin-sized? They're definitely not goblin-sized. Beyond that, it's very difficult to tell anymore. They seem to be of the larger folk, though. Um, and make me a perception as you're sort of looking around through. Um, now give me a 19. Okay. Um, yeah, with a 19, looking through, um, do you want to actually look through these? Um, I'm not actually going to uh, go digging into them. I'm okay. I'm just mostly holding a lantern up and looking. All right. Um, yeah, peeking in with a lantern, many of them have been disturbed. You spot a few things that you could probably grab if you wanted to reach in. Sure, if anything looks interesting or shiny, absolutely. All right. So going sort of digging through a bit to grab these things, um, you find five gold, a minor healing potion, um, and a critical success is also 10 plus, correct? Yes. Yeah, plus plus 10. Um, You said you got a 17? 19. Okay, 19. You also found, find um, in... One of the kind of upper areas, which is a little funny. You see you see it glimmer, and you may actually have to ask one of the others to get it down for you. Um, an owlbear claw. In one of the sort of upper niches that the goblins didn't seem to manage to get to. Um, yeah, because my, my lantern is on the end of my staff, so kind of holding it up. Going, hey, hey guys, what's this? I'm Gorgonash will walk over. <laughs> and he will be pointing up. What's that? Gorgonash will reach up and try and grab it. Owlbear claw. Claw of an owlbear. Oh, can I see? What? I extend it to either of them that wants to look at it. <laughs> I'll take a look at it. I would like to... I have an ability called quick identification. Okay. It only takes me a minute to identify something as to whether or not it's magical. And I'd like to identify this. Other than being a club, no bears is anything special. Yeah, basically. Uh, got a eighteen on my Arcana check. If an Arcana right. check is what's required. Um. Yes, that is a high enough roll. Um, you can find the information for the Owlbear Claw Trinket in um, the Pathfinder rulebook, but I will also try and copy the text of it. Well, that didn't quite copy in a nice format, but... Just 
Yeah. You can find the actually formatted explanation-y um, things. It's a focus. Um, oh, interesting. Trinket. Albert Claw. Hmm. Uh, Are we done fucking around with claws and can we get moving? No, hang on. Really? Uh, it's on page 400. Uh, thank you. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, this claw set in an iron clasp and chain isn't always the claw of an owlbear but the trinket is associated with that strange beast to its original formula when you activate the claw triggering attack gains weapons critical specialization effect if you already gain the critical specialization effect for the fixed weapon the trinket has no effect uh, if you critically succeed in attack roll with an effect, you affix it to a weapon and if you critically succeed in attack roll, you can trigger weapon's critical specialization effect, which is critical specialization. Okay. Huh. Oh, so, um, actually, you might... You, actually, in particular, might want this, I say, looking over at the dwarf. Because you're really the only person that uses weapons. <laughs> I say holding it out. If you affix this to your if you affix this to your crossbow, then or any other weapon that you might have. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's not a feat, it's just in general things. Okay. It's a property. Many feats will give it to you. Okay. But yeah, it's a property. Yeah. If you affix this to your crossbow or to any other weapon, it'll make it hit slightly harder at certain points in time. If the target is girl, he gives that just into his... Yep. Can... <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. On 183. Yep, I'm on it. the book text. Cool. Yeah. So that's a thing. I'll walk but over. Yep. keep in mind, I believe it does require some level of magic, though I'd have to go back to it to check. Takes a focus activation, which is a free action. Yeah, when you when you hit critically, it takes a free action. Because it's a trinket and not a magical item, it doesn't require any resonance as far as I can tell, although I'm still reading through the information. So that might I might right. that might information might change. So we may have to take that back if it requires resonance. But for Don't now, give me something, then take it back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we didn't do this to you. You did this to yourself. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yes, this is something that uh, I think of all of us, really, you're the only person that could use it to its full efficacy. I can't exactly attach it to my fists. And I don't really use weapons. I mean, I have I mean, weapons. I bet if you use dug them. it in real... Anyway. I could probably try and wrap it around hand wraps, but I don't think that would get the full effectiveness. So. Cool. Um, what 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 weapon would you like it affixed to? I mean, I'm assuming crossbow would qualify as bow since there's no crossbow. Yeah, I believe that's the the bow yeah. the the bow weapon type weapon group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to shoot people. I want I I I want to I want to I want to treat people like. Uh, Pin people to walls with Dark your bow. <laughs> yeah. 
It's that scene in Dragon Age 2 where Varric is pumping up his own ego to lie about something, and you have to play as him. So, yep, that seems like a plan. I will. Uh, I will help. I will help uh, Gunford attach the item to his cross. All right. Now, can we go deal with this thing? Well, there's another room. Mm. I think wanted, someone wanted to explore. I say, pointing to the south. Yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. It's certainly. It's not like we're on any. I mean, I knew realize it's not a huge time crunch, but there is a little bit of a time crunch. We can go back after we've killed the vampire. I mean, if we find something that will help us kill it in that room. Don't we have the better part of a week for this? We do. Yeah, we, we have like a week to do this. We have time. Now this time... We're not getting gonna... paid by the hour, folks. So the fact that we did find that interesting thing means I'm going to go through this room and look through all of the other burial plots. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Make me a perception check. And for this, I'm not walking in the room. I'm holding the lantern that's on my staff and holding it forward uh, to get a better look. Natural 20. <laughs> All right. Um, with the natural 20, you discover the things that your party has already discovered okay. because unfortunately the other perception was also a critical success. So there's no, no other things? No other things um, in this area. Just holding your lantern in, all you can see is the continuing passage here. Um, there's really nothing you can spot from this angle. You know from the map you have that was drawn for you that this room extends. But beyond that, there's space back there. You definitely yeah. could easily fit into the room, but you'd have to actually go in. Okay, yeah. He's gonna, I'll step in. Okay. Scream if you need help. If I come running, don't go in there. Um, because you are actively looking and you've got a light, make me a perception. Uh, 13. With a 13, um, you probably continue heading in until the part where you have clear sight to the room, which would put you there. Okay. Um, but you don't spot anything at this, this moment. No mushrooms, nothing moving? Nothing moving, definitely not. Okay, I um, will continue. You notice that this room is rockier than the others and that it mechanically operates as difficult terrain. I'll take a step further into the room to see if I can notice anything. Yeah. Um, At this point, I'm going to ask everyone to roll initiative. As yeah. Ribnell runs into every environmental encounter. <laughs> and fall and I die. No, no, that's that's later. There is huh. that trap, but that's later. Where's the stupid... Using perception, I'm assuming? Yep. 
using perception because none of you were doing anything else at the moment. Gunford rolled a much better initiative roll this time. Yes. All right. Has everyone updated their initiative? Cool. This is a waste of a natural 20, but, you know. <laughs> um, so, Rivnell, as you move to that point in the room, this, the walls and floor, which were previously still, start to ripple, and things start to skitter and crawl around them towards you as many very large, well, large for what you'd expect the size of such things to be. I'd be eaten by a cockroach, wouldn't I? Not quite. Centipedes start crawling towards you. <laughs> And it's their turn first. Damn. From there, you hear a very high-pitched scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a reasonable reaction. <laughs> um, as I have to go to my... Uh, centipedes of the non-human variety. <laughs> Fuck you. That Totally different encounter if it was the other kind. Like I said, the non-human variety. Alright. <clears throat> yeah. The giant centipede thing is out over two pages because the, of where the page break is. Sorry. Um, yeah. Okay. So they ignore the difficult terrain in this room. Um, so... I mean, it explicitly says they climb over each other, but you're small, so I'll give you some reprieve from that. As these things all start to skitter up, up sort of to surround you, you can tell that you have definitely entered a nest. Um, let's move this guy so he's sort of on top of the other guys. Uh-oh. And they're all sort of crawling on top of and over each other to get at you. They're going to make, they've got, they've got an attack. Um, yeah, what is my armor class? And the action economy of this context. Um, so, I've got 17 hit points. You'll be fine. <laughs> 
Alchemists, one, alchemists are frontline fighters, right? With a nine misses. Uh, the second attack from that one has a negative for being the second attack, but is a 14. That is my armor class. Okay, that's your standard non-touch armor class. Yes. Okay. So you take... Crap, I forgot my damage dice. Zero damage, because 1d4 minus 1 is zero. <laughs> and feel the piercing of fangs into you and need to make a fortitude save. As this first one bites in. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, seven. Okay. A seven is not enough. <laughs> I didn't think so. And you have you are affected by this poison for six rounds, but it only happens the effect only happens on once a round. But that happens on your turn. Sorry. So yeah, that one definitely gets you with its second attack, and with its third attack, it gets a not enough because of the increasing difficulty of minus eight on the first attack. Yeah. Yep. Or yeah. Um, second one. A four is not going to be enough to hit. Five is also. Um. The second one misses with all three attacks. The third one. I can't roll tonight because the only good rolls I'm getting are on the third die. Are sort of trying to nip at you past the body of this first one that's dug in its fangs, and unfortunately, they do not get any successful attacks off. Um, but that's gonna end their turn. Gorgonash, you definitely heard a scream. Well, time to go in, save a gnome. Yes. A sharp-nosed uh, gnome. So I'm going to use my first action to stride <laughs> over here. Ah, giant centipedes. Yep. Second action to activate my dragon stance, and it's time to step on some centipedes, because dragon stance explicitly is a kicking style. Uh, flurry of blows, then, shall we? Cool. First kick. It's gonna be a 13 to hit. That will hit. Okay. Healing 8 plus 4 is 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. Um, as you kill the first centipede. Good, not that tough. Um, I'm assuming just aiming for the one in front of you. Yeah. And then I'll go for the next one over with the second attack, which will be a 16 to hit. Thank you, Flurry of Blows, for not actually employing a multiple attack penalty. 16 will hit. Uh, 
Oh, I should let you roll damage first. Uh, which will be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And I really didn't need to wait. <laughs> <laughs> You've kicked two of them to death. And that's all three of my actions. Yeah. Gunford. All right. I am, first of all, I look over at Bai is like, go save the idiots. Bai goes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Um, and then second action for Bidey is going to be a pounce. Yeah. Which means he moves his full distance and then gets an attack. Mm-hmm. So... Nope. Dupe. There. Good enough. And let's uh, let's eat this one. I don't think centipede tastes good. Bidey's gonna Bidey's gonna want to wash her mouth out. Right. Okay. What does agile mean again? Uh, you can. It doesn't. I believe it. Uh, agile is it has a less multi-attack penalty. Yeah. At so, uh, yeah, minus four instead right. of a minus five and a minus eight instead that's of a minus right. ten. Okay. Uh, so. um, as you enter this room, as a note, this is difficult terrain, which means it's 10 feet to move, 15 feet for diagonals. Um, okay. Um, the slightly different textured area of this room that they really could have made much clearer on the map. Uh, so he's got plus four to hit. 11. Oh, fuck, that was my... That was the initial tracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, an 11 will unfortunately miss. Okay. That was one of my actions. Second action is going to be five. Wait a minute. Did you say diagonals are 15 feet? Uh, diagonals are 15 feet in that room. They're... Um, Kind of ten in standard spaces. It's it's the three point five of the first one is five, the second one is ten, third one is ten. Yeah. Interesting. Every 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 other diagonal step is an extra movement. Mm. Yes. Because they count because they count as a space and a half. Sec- uh... In fact, it it actually tracks it on the rangefinder. Because it goes 5, 15, 20, 30. Okay. And you know what? He 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 spends his second, because his first action was command. Second action is to walk there. Third action is uh, uh, to reach into a pouch, come mm-hmm. out, and start rolling herbs into a paper. Okay. The dwarf is rolling a blunt. Tube format. Or a cigarette. Let's be honest. If he's rolling a cigarette, he's rolling a cigar. Dwarves don't deal. Don't don't. They, they don't do small. Don't you tell this dwarf what he can do and what he can't do. It's a goddamn cigarette. <laughs> Some dwarves might just want a cigarette instead of a cigar. Also, cigars take much longer to roll than cigarettes do. Yep. <laughs> and that is my turn. He got close enough for one round. I'm mean, he's sure they've got this. I mean, we do. It's just a bunch of centipedes. <laughs> Makes it my turn. 
Five. First action to stride. Five, ten, twenty, twenty-five. Um, and then I need the two. I need the two uh, centipedes that are these two centipedes mm -hmm. to make reflex saves. As I pull up my hand, summon the whip of lightning to my hand and lash it out. I mean, let's be charitable. It's possible their reflex safe is good. And their DC is 15 that they're trying. Okay. Alright. Um... Okay, they do have a plus to that. Um, one fails, the other one succeeds. Um, I rolled two sixes, so the first one takes six dam six electric damage, the other one takes three electric damage. Alright. And that's my turn. Okay. One looks twice as injured as the other, but both still look alive. You have explosives, Ribnell. Um, yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> I just am flailing a bit as the centipedes attack me. <laughs> I kind of went slowly. Ah, I see. That I when I reordered the turn order, it slightly shifted things. Well, you guys get to make the choice, so it went. Um, Gunford Ralnor. Um, Ribnell, at the start of your turn, you're gonna take some damage. Take two damage from the poison, and you are flat-footed. Okay. Oh. Minus two. Two. two yeah. Okay. And so I am going to reach into a pouch and pull out a flask, and I'm going to throw it at this guy over here. Uh, a bottle of alchemist fire. Mm -hmm. So I'm hitting uh, his touch AC with this, since it's a bomb. Gonna catch and on fire. that is a, what is my... Dex. So that is a 17. Typically speaking, a five-foot explosion is just a cross shape. So it just hits oh. it and the and the cardinal squares around it. Yeah, so it takes uh the target hits uh if I hit it is 1d8 fire, and the um, things around it take one point of fire damage. Cracked. Huh? You said we rolled an 18, cracked? Uh 17. All right, yeah. You hit the touch AC. For six points of fire damage All right, to this now. guy, and then things within five feet of it take one point of fire for splash damage. All right. Um, the one in the far corner over here is very fucked up, but none of them have died yet. And oh, the one I, I hit has takes persistent fire damage. One point of persistent fire damage. Until he puts himself out, which I don't know if the centipede is smart enough to do. Ah. Uh, all right. Um, 
So what are the rules for putting it out? It just takes it one of takes your actions. An, it takes an action to put it out. Okay. Well, this one in the corner is smart enough to not die by putting out the damage before it takes another damage. Um, um, I think it's... Well, according to what it says, it's the one that I hit takes persistent damage. Ah, The okay. splash damage is not persistent. They just take one point of damage when it happens. That's good. I was a little worried that was quite broken. <laughs> Here. Damage to all of the things. For a while. Um, we are scooting the corpses back just so it's easier for me. Um, and... Yeah, the, the one that's persistently being injured will take its first action to put that fire out. Survival um, instinct. Yeah, because they don't have to be smart to not want to be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, Generally, this is a thing that most sapient thing uh, creatures... Except for your Vulpix or your Charizard, they're fine on fire. Do not try and put out the fire on your Charizard. That would be that would be actively killing it. Yes. <laughs> um, and this one is going to um take its second and third actions to go after Bitey, who's right there. Yep. Does a. I mean, a 21 hits Spidey. I'm almost positive. A 21 definitely hits Spidey. Okay. Spidey's armor class is 12. Spidey takes one point of damage from the attack and needs to make a fortitude save. Does the tiger have a decent fortitude save? Uh, no, but with a die roll of a 19, that makes it a 20. Yeah. You're fine. Um, I have a decent fortitude save. I just rolled really crap. <laughs> uh, it's going to make it second a roll on Bitey 2, but I, I mean, I think 11 misses, correct? And 11 does miss. I have All a right. crappy fortitude save. That's why I let you guys walk into the rooms first. <laughs> you fuckers get my dragon killed. I'm blaming you. Dragon. Tiger. I don't know why I said dragon. <laughs> I don't know why either. It's not I a. It's not a down for Bitey secretly being a dragon. Bitey is not a. <laughs> Bitey isn't a yeah, out of the blue, because I am making a canon that he said dragon. Uh, <laughs> Bitey's yeah. not a dragon in disguise. He's actually or he's he's definitely a real tiger. Definitely, definitely, absolutely real tiger. You don't sound that convincing. Um. As the shadows flicker, and you're not quite sure what reality is for a second. Gunford. Um, so yeah, that that's gonna be the next one's gonna just continue going after Ribnell. I mean at twenty two hits. Yeah. Just just barely. Just barely, yeah. Uh so that's gonna be Another fortitude saved from you and two damage from the attack itself. Uh, hey, that's better. Uh, 
That gives so me a 23. Explanation of the poisoning rules. Let me know what page they find it on because I remember how it works. I'm just trying to find the page. I will look real quick. Um, that gives me a 23. Yep, you're fine. Second attack. Um, an 11. 11 misses. Okay. And that's an actively negative number because it's the third attack. So this one digs into you once and does more damage than it did last time. Uh, and it does say they climb over each other. Uh, so yeah, uh, one of them's going to climb here and go after Gorgonash. All right. Um, 18? Uh, yes, that will hit me. Okay. Fortitude save. And one damage. Um, uh, the only poisons in the book are the alchemist's poisons. Is there a specific trait that says, like, venom or toxic or something? Yeah. Well, it's Page. venom, parentheses, poison. Okay, okay. I'll look for venom. The trait. Got yeah, it. the trait operations. I'm just trying to make sure I'm reading the way they write the text correctly, so it's probably in the GM section. Uh, I have 17 on my forward save. Right. Yeah, that's enough. Um... I take. It gets a second attack. It moved, so it doesn't get a third one. But second attack. The venom trait is not listed in the traits. <laughs> Good job. I will check and make sure it's not a bestiary thing in a moment. Um, Kaiser, I think you fucked up. There's different yeah. stages to it. Yes. Um. Uh, page three twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not asking for rulings, I'm just asking for page numbers. All right. Um Yeah. And we'll look at that next. Because there's one more attack I need to make before you guys get to finally have a turn again. Oh, which will be this one's going to actually move vertically up the wall. And yes, that that's the wall. It's not sure. the ether space. <laughs> um, and also go after Gorgonash. Awesome. First attack is definitely a miss. Second attack is a 12. Misses. Okay. So it makes two attacks, but it's aiming a little bit above your head, um, and you just can sort of duck it. All right. As we get back to Karkanash's turn. Well, uh, going to high kick that one on the wall and the one in front of me uh, with another flurry of blows. Okay. That is... 20 to hit the first one, which will deal <laughs> 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And the second one gets a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 will hit. All right. Which will be 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Thank you, Dragon Stance. Um, and then I will stride. I'm assuming. I'm assuming both of those died. You might not find out. Um, sorry. What damage? Uh, fourteen to the first one and thirteen to the second one. Yep, they're both dead. 
Okay. And then I will stride over here okay. and make a third attack with the minus five penalty. Unless, let me check if my dragon stance makes my attacks agile. I don't think it does, but I know some of the stances do. Dragon stance. They do not get agile, they get backswing. Okay. So, minus five. Uh, that will be a... Let me check. What's my attack bonus? Bonus is plus five, so it makes it a flat die roll. That will be an 11, then. Okay. With an 11, you actually are going to... You're going to miss. Sorry. All right. Cool. The All art right. class is higher than 11, guys. It's not completely awful. <laughs> Gunford. Keep at it, mighty. There's my command action. <laughs> so first he's going to chomp on this one. Go for it. That would be a 21. Yep. For... Fuck. He's not I would be really shocked attack. if you're not able to kill it. He, I, I have never hit with him on an attack roll, so I did not have... Give me a sec. Okay. Uh, Look, you're dealing one damage, but it's fair to want to make oh. sure that's it. But I mean, it's too late to go back for it now. But out of curiosity, did the one that failed my reflex safe have a critical failure? No. Okay. Um, it was one below your DC, which is okay. definitely not enough to. Good to know. It almost made it. It was quite disappointing. Okay. So one. Does it not add yeah. the swing to the tiger? <laughs> One point of damage kills it. And second action is to bite this one. Takes a minus four because the biting is agile. Sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, does does biting not have a strength mod? Uh oh, I'm sorry. That you're right. That was two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two points <laughs> doubled the damage. Actually, no. It's finesse. Oh, you can add your agility mod. So that would have been three damage. Triple the damage, Ooh. in fact. And the second attack was a uh, just a number on the die. It's a 13. Um, finesse only adds the dexterity to the attack roll, not the damage. Ah. Well, fuck you then. Page 414. A 15 will hit, though. Then it's only the plus one. Uh, okay. For oh, there's max damage, so seven piercing. Yep, it's dead. Yonk. And there's a lot of dead centipedes here now. This probably don't continues from biting to chewing and swallowing. Okay. <laughs> Do you know those kids who eat mealworms when you have to raise mealworms in class? No. I I never had to raise mealworms. You didn't have the activity where they give you the, they give you like a little thing of oats 
nope. and no. make you raise some mealworm. Aaron, you got to mm-hmm. remember, none of us went to school in California. I went to public school. I went to public school in Oakland. Public school in California. Even Oakland, California is going to be very different from public school in Georgia. I I realize that it's less Catholic and conservative, but this wasn't a fancy hippie thing. No, no, and I'm not saying that it was, but again, even even public school in, in, in Oakland is still a certain level of I'm going to be I'm going to call it enlightened well, above not even most just, not even enlightened as an example I am assuming you guys didn't have a triple a 4H club in Oakland oh we did we did and in North Dakota yeah <laughs> because farming is not one of the big things you do in California so 4H clubs are going to be less common in public schools than they are in yeah. Georgia okay <laughs> admittedly you people probably knew what animal raising was independent of this school but like we we heard the phrase animal husbandry and didn't assume strange things about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no it's I'm I'm just teasing but I will anyway. say I am familiar okay. with the concept so but I've never did you have kids that ate worms yes no yes (laughs) probably i am familiar with the concept but i've never encountered it same difference uh yeah except for this is a tiger and that's a person (laughs) biting is the person who manages to make that socially acceptable yes I'm going to take a quick look around and see if there seems to be anything of value in this room without stepping further into the room. I mean, I've already stepped way into the room, if you're concerned. I rolled a 20. 18 on the die, plus two. All right. Um, Goodnell is taking one of his healing potions. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I almost forgot. So that was all that was all by these actions. So for 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 Gunford's at, remaining two actions that turn, he took an action to put the put the cigarette into his mouth, and then another to light the cigarette. <laughs> You're taking a dangerous <laughs> stance, establishing that it takes three actions to make and light a cigarette. <laughs> and that's when the and that's when the explosive gas blows up in Gunford's face. <laughs> No, you already lit that. I heal, four point, I heal four hit points back. So maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like any fire that's going to ignite with a cigarette will ignite with a torch. Absolutely. Yeah, or the, I passed through that same area with a torch or earlier. A so. or, or the bottle of alchemist fire that I just threw on the ground. That is what awesome. That? <laughs> yeah, but we've been gone long enough. Uh, no, you exploded the explodable fire thing. Anyways. It's still actually hanging around in that room. Uh, does there seem to be anything of value in this room? Uh, make me a perception. I did. It was a 20. Oh, no. Right. I mean, corpses. That bitey seems to find valuable. <laughs> so while I pull out my journal, make a note. Uh, we good to go? Oh, yeah, I think we're good to go. Yeah, we can keep moving. Head back out. You guys done fucking around in there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said the guy who poked the water and tried to eat it. I didn't poke the water. <laughs> I certainly didn't try to eat it. I... I almost got eaten by the water. 
Yes, because to I figured there was something there, so I smacked it as a precaution, and lo and behold, there was something there. There's something and over here, too, everybody. He does the two fingers and mouth whistle thing. So Bitey follows along. Okay. With a still, still with like pieces, uh, like just nine as as, as he walks. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. all of you make it to the entrance to the next room. I'm going to let them go ahead of me. Gunford okay. will go ahead. I will let the dwarf take the lead since the dwarf seems to want to do that. Absolutely. All right. He's watching the rear. This room is dominated by a large fountain that pours from this wall into sort of a funnel and has an open basin of rippling water to the end of it. It presumably served a purpose in whatever this temple used to be. But currently the water is blackened and diseased looking. Um, you can see a door to the south and a door to the uh, east. Right. A door to the south and a door to the right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is, yep, yep, yep. Um, looking this is the same door, though. <laughs> Kidding. Looking at the map. Uh, we want their in their den that had a trap and treasure in it is through the eastern door. If we wanted to go quickly towards where the air quotes vampire is, would be through the southern door. You know, the vampire can probably hear your condescension and probably doesn't appreciate it. Well, then I beg the vampire to materialize before me and prove me wrong. <laughs> you just said that. And yet, nothing happens. Gunford is going to start. That's not Gunford, that's Bitey. Gunford is going to start walking around. When he gets about here, he takes what's left of his cigarette and he throws it into the water. See if it goes up or starts attacking us. As Gunford continues to trigger every fight that we pass. Would you rather we walked oh. past it and it attacked us from behind? I'm going to ask you to make me a perception understanding the TC is higher because this is very incidental. All of us are just Gunford. Just Gunford. Nine. That's the short folk trigger, anyone trigger. who would like to investigate pieces of this room can ask to do so oh but never mind i would i would actually as you as i as i stop throw like, a cigarette butt into this water somehow it feels like that is what has been happening with this fountain in general for a while with the goblins and stuff here i will i will sort of like as i general. reach the basin just kind of like stop and lean over the side and look. Just kind of take a sniff of Okay. Um, Ribnell can make me a, I guess, a nature. Um, as as sorry. a sharp nose, as a sharp nosed gnome, I get a plus two circumstance bonuses when I'm trying to sniff things out. Okay. Um, what was 
Gash on Gorgonash, I was just kind of like when I when I reached the basin, I just want to lean over and look inside and see if there's anything in there. Gashron right. is the group name of the group. Yes, on I know. It's getting confusing, and this one's my fault. <laughs> it's, actually, it's a ship name that, that somehow has become the group name. Not somehow, people. through very specific actions taken by you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I know somehow about this. <laughs> I have a 15 perception check. Look, she's chaotic good. By um, some mystery that we cannot determine. Actually, no one else in that game knows what happened. Not in character, no. <laughs> Out of character, we but, all watched you do it. Speaking of <laughs> D&D not being what we're playing right now. I don't have a good segue. Um, Gunford, as Gunford's cigarette sort of chases across the water and slightly illuminates the murkiness below the surface, um, I need to check if I was on the wrong page. Yes, I was. Uh, we see that um, we we see. How did the, a kraken fit the in the pool? Yeah, we see the entire bottom of the basin <laughs> blink. <laughs> no, um, but you do see, um, that in the southern part of the pool, this sort of rippling basin, um, you notice something um, looks to be a small statue or idol, um, maybe about this big, within the water. I will circle about around. What big? Your, I, I, I think your hands are mostly off screen. This big, like, yeah. okay. grabbable yeah. size. I will, I will circle around to the southern end of the basin and reach in to grab the idol. Okay. That's how you die. after that. Um, what's your alignment? Uh, I am lawful neutral. I think one second. Okay. Uh, lawful good. <laughs> okay. It, well, doesn't matter in this instance, but I feel like it's more dramatic if you're a good character. Um, as you reach in and make contact, grabbing this his statue, um, you start to see it a little more clearly, <laughs> the sort of rotted, twisted thing. And it splits open um, like a cracked egg. That's not my description, that's theirs. And a pair of quasits, 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 are now in this room with you. I will kick them both. <laughs> you summon, you, I have to re-roll initiative again. You cracked the closet yeah. egg. Not quite, but... Why am I consistently rolling so high on my initiative? I feel like that's going to bite yeah. me in the ass when I need to... Why are my natural ass. 20s burned on my initiative rolls? I don't need to change my initiative. <laughs> I did. I got one worse than my previous... I rolled an Xfinity again. 
<laughs> well, just calculate what that actually means in terms of your. I did. I, it's updated. I rolled a critical roll. Let me try. Would a critical roll be a Netflix? Uh, no. No, it's on Beyond Twitch. The critical roll die. No, it's a critical roll die that has the critical roll oh, logo okay. on the twenty. Yeah. I do not roll a Percy. Um. Because I'm also using critical roll dice. But yeah, we need an actual closet. I didn't think this was going to happen, clearly. That's the state that is the single most recurring statement of GMs in Final Show film games. I really didn't expect you guys to do this. You know what? They're just gonna look you, like imps. You'd think after a while we'd start Quasits expecting people to do stupid anyways. things. I was about to say, closets are like demon imps as opposed to I devils. mean, sometimes the party just needs to free a radiant idol from prison. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't know that there's anything that could possibly go wrong with opening that door. <laughs> it's a door. What it's could possibly go wrong? A fucking sharn. <laughs> opening the door... I, Something's I gonna don't happen. think it's the opening the door part. It's the the door continues to unlock for a full minute. Yeah. yeah. Click, 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 click. Alex click, is just click, like... Click, click. And Alex is just sitting there patiently waiting. I mean, yeah. as, as the clicks go on in Seth's mind, the pile of gold behind it was getting bigger. So. Yeah. yeah. Like... Oh. Yeah, they, don't, they, don't, they don't appear adjacent to each other. No, they appear they appear <laughs> okay. where the okay. title was. I just <laughs> They appear within kicking range. That's can, the important can, part. Can, can I go before you, William, since we I want to kick them. <laughs> I know, but I can make it so that when you kick them they die. Or I could just potentially kill them now and you could if they if I don't kill them, you could what you could sweep them up afterwards. <laughs> First we see what Yeah. yeah. Um Going on 30. I think Relnor is going first. I, we, we can decide, but I would oh. like to go first if William will yeah. let me. Whichever of you is. I would, I would, I, 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 I was, I was there when they popped up. I would like to get this, the, the okay, immediate go ahead. reaction. Go ahead, go first. Uh, so I will Dragon Stance and Flurry of Blows. Okay, cool. Uh, first attack is going to be in 19 to hit. Almost positive that hits. I would hope so. For maximum damage. If you will scared if that missed. All right. How much damage? Uh, that will be fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Ah, that's a fun. You strike a solid blow to one of their faces. And I will sweep that through to the second one and hit the other guy for. Uh, that will be a 17 to hit. Hmm. 17 will also hit. All right. And that will, again, max damage for 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And then my third action will be a regular attack, which will be at a minus five penalty, so it's just a die roll. That is a 13 on the die. Okay, a 13 on the die is what with your 13 it's i have a plus five attack mod so it'll be that's a miss yeah all right so i hit both of them for 14. now real nor if you want to finish them off with lightning yeah uh yeah they're within 30 feet of me so 
I need both of them to make reflex saves. And if they make a five or less, it's a critical it's a critical failure. Okay. Um come on, Scanlon and Keela, the imps. <laughs> Yeah, I rolled a Scanlan. <laughs> um, so critical success and a non-critical failure. Fortunately, I don't think having a critical success does... Any... It probably doesn't, um, but I still yeah. rolled a natural 20. Yep, let me... Let on the, me I'm not using this dice anymore because it is impossible to fucking read, Sam. I know, on a critical... So the one that made a critical success takes no damage. Okay. The one that failed takes regular damage. All right. So the one directly in front of Gorganash takes five, uh, takes five points of electric damage. Okay. The other one dodges out of. Yeah. Uh, you are not expecting these creatures to be quite as quick or as resilient as they are, as the lightning strikes a singeing one and completely avoided by the other. And then I'm going to use my third action, because I haven't moved, to cast shield. Alright. Um. <sighs> That's my turn. Which makes it the Mephits. What's it? Quasits. Quasits. Method to the elemental version. Methods are very different. I mean, not that different. They occupy the same space, just on a different axis. Yeah, you, you have the tiny little goblin creature that of the various extraplanar varieties. You have imps, quasits, and methods. All right. Right. But... So before Jeremy blows a casket... <laughs> <laughs> They're different. It's the quasi quasi's turn. Quasit. Uh one's going after each of you. And they get agile. That's nice. They can multi attack slightly better. So this the first one. Um, the one in front of Gunford's going to move first, just because I feel like. Um, and before, as it sort of looks at its surroundings and locates the idol, you're presumably still holding. Yep. It sort of cracks its knuckles, and both of you see as it does this dark energy cooling in its hands and spreading through its form. As it self heal activates, it spends an action for self heal. It's not quite as fucked up anymore. That's nice. It took a pretty solid roundhouse kick to the jaw. So if it, if it can heal itself, it yeah. probably should. Yeah, it heals itself with its first attack um, or first action, and then um, with its second action, Gunford. Gunning for you. All right. I mean, I feel like 17 hits. 17 does hit. Okay. And a natural 20 definitely hits. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> um, Remember, folks. Fucking druid next game, next time. <laughs> uh, so you take 
two slashing damage. Okay. And need to make a save fortitude save. Okay. These are not I'm uh, I'm not bad at these uh with my plus. Which I will operate correctly this time because I've learned what poisons do properly. Yeah. That would be an Xfinity. <laughs> that? that is my I third Xfinity. This game, but geez. That is my third Xfinity. No, uh, yeah, yeah, my third Xfinity this game. Okay. Um, that's a failure. Yes, it that's is. A critical failure, which means that you are at stage two, which actually reads as stage one. So it's fine. It just makes it harder for you to be better right now. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's going to happen on your turn. Okay. But there's a second. Oh, it has a second attack. Yes, it right. critted me. It did. And I need to check what crits do again. Uh, double all double the me. dice. Yeah, double all the dice. And, and the modifiers. Double everything. double everything, except for any extra dice that are added because of the critical. Um. Yes. So it does two damage, because okay. two times one is two. It does two damage um, with the second attack, and you are already affected by the poison. So, so I don't have to roll again. Um, you don't. No, you don't get to roll again. You're still affected by stage two of the poison because multiple explosions don't stack, but they also don't allow you to make a second save. Okay. So yeah, that that was that one's turn, and second one is also going to start its turn by turning inwards a dark energy that does not roll a d20 worth of healing and get more health. Um, and it's going to make its attack against Gorgonash. Uh, whatever 15 plus 7 is, I'm pretty sure. It yes, hits. will hit me. That'd be 22. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 22 hits, and that means you need to make fortitude save. I'm good at every save. I think I like being a monk. That's a 20 total. All right, you're fine, and you also take zero damage because <laughs> one minus one. Yeah. Level one enemies, or enemies for level one characters. I mean, they're fucking up Dunford pretty bad. Yeah, yeah that's I fair. Um, does a 12 hit you? No, my AC is 13. Oh. Yeah. So the second... Wait, no, it's agile, so it would be more than that. Um, It'd be a 13 then, which would hit me exactly. Yep. Sorry. Fortitude save. Uh, it's even higher, at a 21. Okay, so you take one damage this time as Bink. they are clawing at you with seemingly minimal effect. Jeez. Um, he he's doing the 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 boxing defense as their claws are scraping for his face, and he's just putting his forearm up at their wrist and just stopping them there. Yeah, and and you've got some blood, but not not tons. He's one of them scrapes across his arm. Uh, yeah. 
That would make it Ridnell's turn. Um, he's first uh, first action. He's going to move away a bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, he's going to pull out a sling bullet. And for his next two actions, he's going to cast Telekinetic Projectile to throw it at the one next to Gunther. Okay. Gunford. Gunford. Sorry. I don't know who this Gunther is. He sounds like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, God. The guy's he horrible. Is, huh? He is. 13. A 13 to hit their AC is going to miss. Okay. <laughs> Hey, small. And that's small it for me. Um, sorry. Second. That was it. That, that was it for me, because it, it takes two actions for me to cast yep. that spell. All right, Gunford. And there it is, whipping out his Warhammer. There. I mean, goes, TOS. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ah, uh, he rode a blazing saddle. Alright. First attack. That would be a non-natural 20. That'll hit. For five damage. Alright. Bludgeoning damage. And I need to see what shove. What alignment are you? What? What alignment are you? I am uh, I I I'm I'm chaotic chaotic neutral, chaotic oh. dwarf. <laughs> Not an alignment for the mechanical things that are impacted by your alignment. <laughs> My alignment is alcohol, <laughs> chaotic neutral. And I just realized, according to my character sheet, I'm a dwarf. <laughs> Ancient blooded dwarf. <laughs> Good to know I'm not the only person who makes typos. Uh, um, and okay, I do need to look at something here real quick. Because uh, I'm assuming that is. <clears throat> do, 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 equipment, 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 because I just wrote down in a bit, I just wrote down a, a feature and then didn't write down what it does. Because, you know, that would make sense. Um. Oh yeah, that means I can I can show with. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, second attack at minus five. If you didn't catch it, that was me throwing the die over my shoulder because I rolled Uh-oh. another Xfinity. Okay. <laughs> no more Xfinity die. Oh no. I have a second Xfinity die. Oh, Where no. did you get an Xfinity die? I what? don't know. My, my um, my birthman got me this 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 die tray for for my birthday, and there's were these two dice. Um. So I really like the idea that Xfinity produced these as like a PR thing. Like, oh, play D and D with our dice. And no one told them that the one was bad. And they're like, we're the number one company you love, right? I realize that's not even remotely what likely happened. But I like the idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I missed. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> that's three action. And I guess technically that was uh, no. Uh, is that was two? Okay. So, Sorry. What the hell? Let's attack with a minus ten. This can't go horribly at all. That would be a negative five total. No, sorry. They're actually pretty high AC characters. (laughs) You'll give it a cold. Oh, did you say that the poison takes effect on my turn also? That's right. So I need you to make me a fortitude save. Um, Uh, That would be a seven. Okay. Um... Let me just check to confirm. You are now dead. Roll up a new character. <laughs> no, it's it. Actually, this is a pretty forgiving system. Um. I'm about to kick this demon's head off. <laughs> okay, so. Given that you failed your second save, you're now going to be at stage three going forwards. But for this round, you take four poison damage. Four poison damage? Sweet. Do you have resistance to poison as a dwarf? No, not in here. I think that is a thing that some of the dwarves can take as an option. Ah. Some dwarves. Hashtag not all dwarves. But but a lot of the things that are like racial traits are um, segmented out into you can into take racial feats now yeah yeah they're feats essentially, um, which I have very mixed feelings about given my feelings about path exclusivity uh, in general. But yeah, that's I uh, yeah that was not great. Um. But you heard it a lot, so that's good. And we're going to go back to Gorgonash now. Railnor, would you like to go first this time around? Uh, Actually, no. Alright. I'm going to kick this thing's head off now. Because if you kill one of them, then I can do a much more damaging attack to the other one rather than my cool. slightly weaker electric arc. Flurry of Blows, first attack. Uh, that will be a 15 to hit. A 15 will just hit. Perfect. We found the AC, gentlemen. Uh, for six points of bludgeoning damage. It kind of laughs at you with the significantly less injury. It laughs at me and then takes a natural 20 to the face. Oh. <laughs> yeah, roll your crit. Maximum damage feels nice. That's 28 points of damage. (laughs) So as you see this thing go, (laughs) well, it can't actually talk, but you know. I plant my foot in its grinning face. We'll actually say that. You just kick it again, and this time its corpse flies across the room in a spatter of blood. It just just corkscrews over Ribnell's head. Yep. It's dead and on the other side of the room now. <laughs> All right. And then I'll make my third attack <laughs> with a minus five penalty against the other imp or other closet. Yep. 
Uh, that shows the die roll, which is a 16, though. Okay. So I uh, theoretically will actually hit it for 13 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> that definitely hits. Wait, sorry. Uh, 13 much? damage. Okay, that one's also dead. Bam! Not flying across the room in a spatter of blood <laughs> dead, but definitely missing its head and a good portion of its torso. Um, as these things crumble back to the ash that they presumably came from, maybe? Well, you know. Who knows? The, the idol... Crumbles, or... Um... By the way, don't mess with dragon-style monks. They kick like Liu Kang. I think the idol just remains split in half for the moment. Um, well, that was interesting. It turned to ash. It was like... Rimmel quietly scrapes up the ash into a belt pouch. <laughs> Demon ash. It might be an alchemical reagent at some point. You never know. I want to step over and take a look inside the pool at that idol. It's in my hand. No longer in the oh, pool. Oh, okay. Oh. I've been, I've been holding it while I've been kicking things. Sorry, I didn't realize that you managed to grab it before it yeah. split open. Yeah, do you want to take a look at the idol or the pool? The idol. Okay. I will offer it to Railnor if he wants to take a look at it, being the arcane person in the group. So I would like to take a look at this idol and see what I can determine about it. Okay. You know, I would have really appreciated if the lore stuff had DCs attached to it because <laughs> I'm not enough of a Pathfinder nerd to know how obscure certain things are. Um, but... Let's see. I'm going to say this is a religion recall knowledge okay. role. Um, which means you don't have to be trained. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a natural 20, which makes it an 18. Well, that that definitely <laughs> is enough. Because critical is always critical. Um, with the critical success, you're actually able to piece some things, not just about this artifact, but about this room together. Um, sort of thinking about the room you just came from, where clearly corpses were being interred, um, and this specific like sort of fountain structure, which you do sort of notice out of the corner of your eye is starting to very slowly clear, seemingly a, an element of the corruption to it was this idol. Um, the idol um, was deaf takes, is about the size of a human head. So it did tell me the size, um, about the size of a human head and takes the 
form of Lameshtu. Uh, Lameshtu. Lamashtu, thank you. Lamashtu, the mother of monsters. Um, the mothers of nightmares, monsters, and demons perched on a throne of bones. Um, it's split in half at this point, and you can probably assume that the demons inside of it were related to its yeah. function as an idol of Lamashtu. Um, and, you know, with a natural 20, you're getting the inclination that this, the Ashina Desiree, this pool, the areas, carry a lot of elements of the goddess Pharasma. Pharasma? Uh, Pharasma, I think. Okay. Yeah, Pharasma. Um, is of goddess of birth, death, and fate. Um, that this is sort of a place where the dead were at some point interred and purified and, you know, that kind of stuff. And that Lamashtu has decided to infect. Well, yes, Lamashtu. the talisman of Lamashtu was presumably used to infect. Um, ah, that's interesting, I say out loud. There is also, unrelatedly, a cigarette butt in the sacred waters. <laughs> As a side note, am I still poisoned? That's a good question. Yes. Make me a fortitude save as okay. you are um, poisoned and slowed with this third stage. While that's happening, I am also going to use telekinetic projectile to launch the cigarette butt out of the pool. <laughs> okay. So You do notice your friend is deeply sick. All of you do. Um, I mean, you say friend. <laughs> I was about to say, you say the race was in the party. We say racist would... dwarf mercenary. <laughs> so I am trying to be optimistic in how I describe the party. I'm testing this out as a GM to see if describing the party in positive relationship and action terms will make the party more positive <laughs> towards each other. So uh, I got a, it's fortitude, right? Yeah. 14. Okay, uh, 14 is also a failure. Um, Ribno, could you go um, As you take Stanford. three poison damage yeah. in our load, which is one of the many, many mechanical effects. Give me a second. I, I will offer you a... I have a potion of healing if you would want one. Yeah, so Gunford is like... Goes to lean up against the wall uh, as 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 Quasits go flies like a pussy demons. And then... Just sort of slide slowly <laughs> sideways down. To I the think you might need more than a healing potion. Do you have any idea uh, of medicine, Ribnell? Um, no, not as such. Um, we may want to retreat for now and seek some. Are any of you proficient in med trained in medicine? Nope. Nope. Um. Great. Yes, I am. Okay. You would know that one of the trained uses uh, of your ability medicine is to treat poison. Yeah, so you can make a medicine. Okay, so treat. yeah. Uh, well, first... If you have healer's tools. Which uh, I, I do not have healer's tools. Okay. <laughs> I well, could not afford you healer's them. tools to treat poison. <laughs> you also kind of need... Otherwise, it's going to require saves or... Um, 
Well, we've got sort of general knowledge. It'll wear off eventually on its own. We found five gold, so we can retreat. You'll get you a healer's kit, get him healed, and then come back. <laughs> yes, perhaps perhaps we should take an eve of rest now that we have at least achieved a minor objective in cleansing these pools. Yeah, can I take that, by the way? I say indicating the idol. Sure. At this point, make me another fortitude save. And if you could go help pick up... Oh, for fuck's sake, I got a 12 total. <laughs> Sorry. I will... It's fine, I'm a... already making my next character. You I will give can... him a potion of a healing potion. How much? How much did I take? One poison damage. Okay. And I believe you're being actively handed a healing potion. You know that this poison will probably not go on much longer but that you are slowly dying of it. Yeah, I'm going to down the healing potion. So 1d6. If you could could pick up the dwarf and... Got three back. Okay. So (laughs) just make me two more fortitude saves because you guys can't make it out in in less than two rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you critically fail? I rolled a natural four and a natural five. That's a nine and a ten. Two more failures. Okay, so... Do we loot the dwarf's body? More total points of poison damage before the poison makes its way through your system, having exhausted its maximum number of rounds. Are you unconscious? (laughs) I have two hit points. Okay. Can you still walk, Gunford? I'm fine. Leave me alone. As he, he slumps Bitey against sort the of wall. <laughs> Just lead against Bitey. Yeah, Bitey. Bitey come on, Bitey. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> let's let's go back to the surface, shall we? Uh, I, I think that'd be good. Try it's not. Fine. Spidey is used to carrying me. It's just usually I'm drunk, not poisoned. Try not to slip and bust your face and die. Okay. So it takes about fifteen minutes for you guys to track your way back through the sewers and up to the surface. We want to go get a healer's Let's... kit for Ribnell and rest. <laughs> I will go. I will go purchase room at the tavern if you guys want to go find a healer's kit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that might be a good idea. Rest. Uh, don't worry about the expense of that. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah. I'm gonna say healer's kit is a purchasable item. Um, now we just have to see what the price of it is. <laughs> I remember yeah, looking it up at the character creation and I go, I can't afford this and my alchemical too. Let's see. Healer's kit, healer's kit, healer's kit. Where? 50 silver. So half of one of those gold pieces we found. No, five of those gold pieces. Oh, yeah, five, All five of the sorry, gold pieces. Five of one of those gold pieces. Five of one of the. Okay. <laughs> Whoever was carrying the gold, mark down that you no longer have, have the gold. Okay, but I do have a healer's kit. But you now have a healer's. We found exactly enough gold for that healer's kit. <laughs> Good thing. I wonder if that was the design, but that's definitely going in my feedback. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because a character no, creation, what? like I can buy my uh, my alchemist during character uh, creation. I said many times it might be useful to have someone who's doing the medicine. Keep in mind, 
you may need a healer. You did. Yep. We just chose not to. <laughs> I didn't have enough money. Also, I yeah. can't use it. If and I could this, afford that or my alchemist tools. This is how I ended up doing a lot of the healing in the first Adventurers League with good berries. Yeah. <laughs> Things are expensive. But yeah, my, my alchemist tools cost me 60 silver, so that took up most of my starting cash. Mm -hmm. All right. So. All right. So. Long rest. <laughs> And then we tick over to you have five days remaining. It, yeah. It's the little Majora mask screen. Yeah, so dawn of the second day, five days remain. I regained yep. the one spell that I cast. Though in this case, it's a lot less urgent and ominous. It's just this noble lady would really like to make a trip and she can't make it if she doesn't get her goods back. Yeah. Okay. So what are the odds? Full arrested. What are the odds that the goblins are... Oh, by the way. So, interesting. And I'm going to take time to make some more potions. During morning preparations, I'm going to make a few more potions. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm assuming you all do your morning things, whatever yeah. they are for your class. As we're, when we're heading back down. Interesting bit of information. Uh, this, the idol that we found was a idol to Lamashtu, the goddess of, uh, the mother of monsters. Um, and the temple seems to be a temple to Phrasma, which would seem to indicate that some, at some point in time, some worshipper of Lamashtu, probably the goblins, because goblins do tend to worship Lamashtu, um, some worshipper of Lamashtu apparently decided that they were going to poison the well of life, uh, air quotes, well of life, uh, that is the Temple of Phrasma, hoping to, hoping to probably uh, uh, influence the rate of birth defects in people, because that's one of the things that Lamashtu wants to have happen. Um, those I don't, were, I, those I don't know sure that that were. I don't know that that necessarily has any bearing whatsoever on what's going on, unless the hobgoblin is some sort of fanatic of Lamashtu. But it's interesting at the very least. Those sure were a fuckload of words you just said. Yeah, Lamashtu. Lamashtu likes it whenever anybody that's born with a birth with like a physical birth defect is considered to be a is considered to be blessed by Lamashtu. So people that have six toes or an extra leg or things like that or green skin. No, no, those are those are that's normal. That's people have green skin. <laughs> I mean, not everybody. Hobgoblins. Hobgoblins have blue skin in, in Pathfinder. Yeah, except oh. hobgoblins. Do they? Oh. Because they're like goblins, Earth which also you have and you're mildly different from D and D, which I'm also not fluent in universe. <laughs> yeah, goblins are adorable in Pathfinder. Hobgoblins are like the more like badass and serious version of Pathfinder goblins. Yeah, oh, goblins got this image of a giant Pathfinder smirk. as well. They they have a range of colors, ranging from red, blue, green, and red. Yeah, but the point is, there are green worshippers of Lamash too, who's greenness is relevant to their yeah um at, at which point uh gorgonash will just sort of though where would goblins get an actively magic and actively cursed artifact of yeah. a goddess the uh the at, 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 at the remark gorgonash will just you know your bigotry reflects more upon yourself than it does on me dwarf Oh, you're perfectly fine for, you know, you. Mm-hmm. It's a compliment! No, it isn't. 
I mean, he did save you from dying to demon poison, so... Like it? Very good, all things considered. Dwarves are slow to learn. It's a, it's a step in the right direction. Eventually, you guys all arrive back in the room you were in. Tracking yep. back through the earlier oh, areas. Overnight, no goblins have Obviously tried to move Obviously possible, in. and if there's anything you wanted to check out in those spaces, let me know. But... I, just wanted, I just wanted to make sure the spores are gone and no yeah. mushrooms are showing up. probably gone by the time you were leaving. Okay. Um, they, they stuck around for about 10 minutes um, and we're are all, now no longer there. We're all back to full health, Gunford. And no, no, no goblins tried to move back into the common area. It seems to have remained deserted. They don't have a whole lot of goblins anymore. Remember? <laughs> well, All apparently right. the, the, the pseudo vampire hobgoblin didn't have that many followers. No, uh, that's what our goblin friend that sent us on this said. Half the, like half the tribe had left, or something. More than half the tribe. More than half the tribe had left. Had been decimated by this poor leadership. Yeah, almost the entire tribe was gone, so there's probably not very many in general, so losing the four out front would not be easy to replace. So, door one or two? Uh, well, uh, I'm and all for going... You notice that that fountain now looks much nicer than it did. With um, clean water. Yep. Um... I'm all for going straight towards the hobgoblin, although I assume that some I assume that at least one of you may wish to investigate the goblin treasure hoard, which is very likely to be little more than bits of leather skin, bones, and some dice. But and let me just throw this out there. What if it's not? Good for them? Well, there's all the things that That sounds like an endorsement to do it for to, to me. There's been all the things that they've been collecting from all the houses they've been breaking into. I imagine that wouldn't be necessarily in the goblin's treasure hoard as much as in the vampire's treasure hoard. They were this was apparently distinctly a treasure hoard of the tribe itself, not of the vampire. Okay. But still go investigate if you want, though there is a trap in there that you should keep your eyes out for. We have a tendency to walk right into those, apparently. Worked well so far. Well, if you want, it's that door. I say point to the door on the eastern wall. I check the door for a trap. Perception. <clears throat> Eight! I'm following. I'll stand back here and watch Gorg, uh, and watch him check for traps. I'm I'll, I'm going to be following at the end. I need to go grab a drink because my throat is getting dry. Okay. Back. Um. Doesn't seem trapped to you. Open door. As you open the door, a number of pots and other metal, like, clanging items, possibly a bit of broken armor or a ladle, will 
fall down from where they seemingly were jostled above the door. They don't injure you, but they do clang quite loudly. Um, all of you definitely hear this. I fucking hate goblins. Well, now they know we're here. So they'll come to show you how much they hate you. Well, better be quick about it then. I take the ladle. What happened? Okay. There were pots and pans positioned above the door, and when he opened the door, they all clanged to the ground. I take the ladle. Yeah. You enjoy that ladle. Yep. You've got a ladle. I'm sure that'll be useful for your alchemy. Obviously. Um... I take right. it Bidey's following along. Yeah, yeah, Bidey's coming. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Bidey holds up the uh, Bidey. Bidey keeps an eye on the rear guard, as All usual. Right. So that means that. You guys are headed. Take a left when you find some stairs. I call out ahead. Yeah. It, yep. I remember you, I saw the map. Too. Enter this hallway. You see exactly what's on the map. You notice that there is a statue that you can barely see and a door down this way that appears locked. Or, well, you can't tell it's locked. You're at a long distance. It appears to be closed. There's a. There's a door here that dynamic lighting hides. Yeah. That's that's basically what I was trying to say. Unless, unless there was like a very obvious bar or padlock, we can't exactly tell that it's There's locked. A giant dwarf-sized um, padlock on the door. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, get open inside. <laughs> yep. So as you climb the stairs. Listen, has there been any commotion from the pots and pans that fell? Just kind of listening and here. Make me a perception roll. Yes, I would also like to look out for goblins that are on their way to kill us after those pots fell. Uh, 14. 10! I am draw I am writing in my journal and thus not paying attention. Okay. Um. Alright. <clears throat> uh, with the 15 you def actually they do uh, get 14 a okay with 14 um you don't hear anything neither of you hear anything they're gonna get the um, drop on us <laughs> this Gunford, this room you're coming to is dark as the rest of the area is, though I think... Are you the only one who has dark vision? I, I have full-born dark vision. Okay. Yeah. I have a torch behind him, so... But there is a torch, um, which means that presumably the goblins who you know will also have dark vision um, can tell. Yep. It's not like we were making this a stealth right. mission. <laughs> yep. So we're not exactly stealthy here. Are you going to continue moving up? You know that there is some variety of trap um, just sort of just inside the door. I think I think it's actually on the 
I'll move it onto the token layer because you were explicitly made aware of it. Okay. Um, you know there's some sort of trap right inside the door. Um, I'm going to pause her to take a quick look and see if I can figure out yeah. what kind of tra- what the trap is. Sure. Uh, make me a perception roll. The circumstances mean the nine. Lower. Well, lower, but not low. You're. I want to point at- out. I have a plus five to perception. Yeah, which is why I don't feel bad about this description. You're looking around, and like, there's definitely some level of maybe they made a rug or something to the entrance area, and you're looking up, and you don't exactly see what's going to fall or what's going to trigger it. Um, maybe they've removed the trap. You're not entirely sure. You know that the information you have is definitely a few days old, at least. Right. Um, but at this point, I think initiative needs to be rolled. Sweet. Uh, uh, I tend to be better at rolling this in this game, apparently. Nope, not much better. Ooh. I have a question. No, I'm not at 185 initiative. <laughs> yep. I am at 18 initiative. Um, does the fact that I'm journaling instead of looking around affect my initiative roll? Um, it would if the task that was leading into initiative involved your journal. You're just a little bit distracted. See, the thing is, Typically, alternate initiatives are for things that will impact the way you start combat. Yeah. Like, um, I think he was asking if he was taking a penalty to his initiative because he wasn't or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing mechanically built into the system, but if you want to take a minus two and effectively be flat footed, go for it. Sure. Uh, That makes my natural 20 just a 20 instead of a 22. Okay. You're writing in the journal about how you're about to begin combat. I can hear the I can, I can hear the footfalls of the goblins now. Click, click. I heard the ominous music cues that somebody's playing a cello. See, anytime someone mentions a string instrument as part of like introductory music for enemies, I just keep hearing uh, the rising sun. Which is I mean it's Shinsuke a good intro. Shinsuke Nakamura's theme. Although um, I I I I'm not sure if I like the rising sun or his uh, the whatever the heel shadows of the, the shadows of the sun. Yeah, I think yeah, shadows of the sun better. I prefer the one without lyrics just because the 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 vial the strings stand out a lot more without the lyrics. At the same time though, that's why the lyrics are there. Yeah, <laughs> to tell so that people you about that. <laughs> yeah, that was his whole reason. <laughs> All right. Um, like pe- people like the instrumental. We're going to f- cover it up. There's nothing visible in the room at the moment. Ribnell. Um, well, there's not much I'm going to do. I'm waiting for uh, Gunford to go through the door. Trap. Or go through the trap. Whichever comes first. Right. So I'm just just gonna sit here and Is keep any, watch. Are any of you going to take your actions? Um, I will take my action to 
dragon stance for one to activate my stance because I have to do that every time initiative happens. Mm-hmm. Um, second one, and probably third one, I think. I think it takes two actions to ready. Uh, to ready to attack any goblin that might show up in my face because I know we just set off pots and pans and they might be coming for us. Yep. I am also going to be readying an action for a telekinetic projectile. Rivnil's just kind of leaning against the staff going, open the door already. No door, Rivnil. There's a set of stairs. And I ready my I ready my telekinetic projectile by waving my hand past my knife belt. And as I do, one of the knives pulls itself out of the belt. And as I hold my finger up, it just spins around like a buzzsaw above my finger. Because fun thing about telekinetic projectile, it changes based on what you use to what you use as a projectile. Right. It's damage type change. So removing the dead quasits from the map, uh Gunfort. Yep. Alright. Uh Hurt knows basically where the trap is. So he's gonna try to be slick. And he's gonna back up. Okay. Get a running start. He's going to try to leap over the trap. Alright. Give me a moment to figure out how that interacts with the trap. Um, so I would have to be able to jump 20 feet. <laughs> Good luck as a dwarf, particularly. Good luck with anyone. Let's look at the jumping rules. I suppose I could try to jump it that way, actually. But I couldn't get a running jump this way. If I go... The 20-foot standing long jump is pretty impressive for anyone. I mean, if I try for the 20, it would be a running long jump, but still Mm -hmm. very impressive. Especially for someone with dwarf legs. So, yeah. I'm going to let you jump for it, but yeah. Uh, Let's see. Make some kind of athletics roll. Um, yeah, not... long jump is athletics. Um, okay. It's oh, so I've yeah, okay, I've got it. Yeah. Um, just so you know, a long jump jump is considered a two action action. Okay, that's fine. Um. All right. So yeah, it's. The DC is equal to five plus the total distance you're attempting to move during your leap. Okay, we're doing a standing long jump this way then, because I am fairly sure I cannot make a 25. So that would be 15. My non-Xfinity die. 
Wait, no, okay, it's not a, it's not quite as uh, as ridiculously frustrating like close. Yeah, I'm not cl I'm, I'm not that close. I rolled a twelve. I jumped. No, I jumped seven feet. So, it's it's a success failure situation, and on a failure, you and I am going to submit a complaint because this is a poor way to structure your mechanics. Leap the minimum distance allowed by the leap action. So that means I have to go find the leap action. Um, or maximum distance. It's not a critical failure. It's just at the actions. What page are I was too, because I was looking at the... Uh, they're page 307. Leap itself is on page... Uh, 308. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, if your speed is at least 15 feet, you can leap up to 10 feet horizontally. Okay. Well, that would clear it. Yeah, you clear it just barely. I did not mean to slide backwards in my chair at that. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you clear it. Um, I'm going to say that because you didn't actually need to take a long jump and that was entirely my bad, it was only one action. Okay. Um, then I spend another action for uh, movement. Okay. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the rules for uh, the making the fire, that... by the way, has been doused um, in this space. The rules for making that jump are spread across two hundred pages. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I was taking the issue with long jumps to yeah. script. Um. Another bit of feedback. Formatting. Um, Put all your related stuff next to it. Right, I'm going to start looking for things. Also, if you reference the leap action, please put a page number for the leap action. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know it's a pain. There's some places where it says, please refer to page, and there's no page listed after it. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at some one of the alchemical skills. That's what it There's no page left. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Make me a perception as, uh, okay. as you are looking for things. Nine. I mean, I'll make the roll. Uh, so what you spot being fully in this room, there is a sort of high ledge here about 15 feet up. Um, there's a fire that seems to have been put out very shortly ago. You definitely right. can still feel some heat from it. Um, and there's just a general sense of unsettled. Like there's definitely other things here, but you cannot see them. Um. 
as a really quick note, uh, upon reading the ready a ready action text, I can't ready um, I can't ready uh, telekinetic projectile because that's two actions. You can only ready one action, so I'm readying my shield spell instead. That is fair. <clears throat> um, but that's that's that turn, and at this point, there's someone actually in their house, so they're at. They're not going to end another turn. They're going to become visible. Um, couldn't couldn't you spend one of spend your third action to to complete the first action of your spell and then use the other when, two to ready when, the final action? When casting a spell, you have to cast all the actions it requires at the same time. That's weird because you basically can't ready any spells then because most you, of them well, take two actions. Yeah, unless they require one action, like magic yeah. missile or. I, I actually like that it restrains what kind of spells you can cast with a ready to action, so it's not just like already things that you're then going to just waste because the trigger doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Uh, but yeah, so Gunford, uh-huh. there are some very there are some goblins whose first attack against you treats it as flat-footed because they were very successfully stealthed. Um, they all want to make friends. So they're going that sounds like the jump on you with bloodthirst and stabbing. It's just real. I mean, they have you t- the two, the, the group of you have a lot in common. They're racists, you're racist, they're bloodthirsty, you're bloodthirsty. You're all in the same room and have similar goals right now. <laughs> I like the idea of like Gorgonash walking up, looking at us like, sorry guys, the trap's too wide. I can't jump it. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> like, this seems like a, a problem that'll solve itself. <laughs> um, as several goblin warriors are ready to be warriors at you with yep. their dog slicers. <laughs> That's the best weapon. They're going to warrior at you. Um, warrior first attack is a 19. That's a hit. Okay. Um, I need my d6, not my d4. That's one damage from the back slice. Wait, no, it's no, yeah, one damage from the back slicer. Okay. And it's gonna make its second attack because that it does have agile. Um fifteen. Yep. Three damage from the second attack. Okay. Third one is definitely a miss um, from that first guy. Second guy. <laughs> no, wait, you come back as a goblin warrior. Just one of these guys is like, you know, I want to kill more dwarves. If I come with you guys, can I kill more dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> I want a career change. 20. Yeah, 20 to hit. Six damage. Uh, let me know if any of these can are criticals. I don't think they will be, but... 
uh, critical is... 10 higher than your AC. Yeah. Okay. My AC uh-huh. is 14. Touch AC is 13. Although you're flat-footed, so your AC is lower than... You're right. It'll be 22. Um, just to be absolutely sure I'm doing the math right, Agile means that your second attack is at a negative four. 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 Okay. So a 19 isn't quite. No, but it is still a hit. Yeah. So that's three more damage. This guy does get a third attack because he was also right next. Look, you walked there. I had already positioned the enemies in this. Am I recriminating at at all? (laughs) No, I just feel incredibly bad. Fuck it. (laughs) Jenya is going to be amazing. Sorry, what was that? Uh, that means that the guy who wasn't right next to you is going to move so that he is. Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking of making a goblin something. I haven't decided what. Two people, and one of them doesn't actually... Oh, I was on the GM layer. Good. Okay. He's going to shift as his action. And then... That sounds exciting. What's 17 plus 6? 23. That's a crit. Uh, is that a crit because you're no longer flat-footed? You're only flat-footed. No, then. It would be a 24. Other, would be, yeah. It would take a 24. Okay. So it hits. Okay. For 6 damage. 6 damage. Sweet. But not 12. Not 12. That's good. Yeah, that that is good. And that's a grog, which means that's a natural 20. <laughs> Sweet. This dwarf is so dead. <laughs> dwarf, um, racist dwarf murdered by goblins. News at 11. And damage. <laughs> okay, I am now at negative six. You know, I was thinking, you know, these fights are really short and easy. I, I, I assume they get harder later in the module, but damn. <laughs> Never mind. Um... I mean, yeah. when you when your idiot member of the party goes in alone. Yeah, I I gave everyone the opportunity. To, yes, you to, did. It didn't happen. Uh, maybe okay. maybe if our dwarf had endeared himself a bit more to the party. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if he had survived uh, more than one round, because honestly, Gorgonash would have gone into hell whether or not, as long as he had gotten the chance to. <laughs> okay, you're at negative six. How far do you have to go down to die? I'm looking. <laughs> Remember, the dying the dying rules have changed because in the in the errata, so. They have. You have to open the irritatingly named errata. Which one is, is uh, it the 1.6? 2018 will have the information in it. Do I have 2018-1105? I do. Let's see here. I don't think the dying rule, the dying rules are changed to 1.6, so 1.5 should still also have them. Yes. They were uh, one of the first things to change. You have to scroll down real far. 
<laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, so they they don't have negative hit points. Um, right. You go to zero hit points, and you and you gain the dying one condition. Uh, if the effect that knocked you out was a critical was a critical success in the attacker, or the result of your critical failure, you gain the dying two condition instead. So I gained the dying two condition. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure the death was on the crit. Uh, if your dying value reaches four or greater, you die. Okay. You lose the dying condition upon returning to one or more hit points. When you lose the dying condition and have hit points, you regain consciousness. Oh, that's right, and it's the recovery roll, which is a flat check. And every time you take damage while dying, you increase your dying value by one. Correct. So if they continue to stab you, they just need to stab you two more times. And the guy does have one more attack. No, because he moved and then made two attacks. Okay. He is done. Unfortunately. I I can relate. Fortunately, there's like three other goblins in there. Um, Three. There are three who have all made their attacks. (laughs) And then there is the Goblin Commando, who's not a Goblin Warrior and thus moves on his own initiative. Oh, <laughs> uh, And needs to actually move to the token layer. Hi, <laughs> Goblin Commando! <laughs> you can... I swear, I... John, can they see this on the... Yeah, no, they can see it. They can see it. I swear, none of these creatures were arranged you if we have any hero points which i don't know if we do or not um you can spend one hero point at the start of your turn or when your dying value would increase in order to return to one hit point no matter how close to death you are you lose the dying and wounded conditions and become conscious if you all right let's check out i just hero points hero points says see page 300. That is just like the most fortuitous placing of where you're walking to. I literally right in the middle of this. Okay, your character starts each game session with one hero point. I totally forgot about this page. So we we all have one hero point, so you do have one. When he stabs you, you can spend that to go to one hit point and lose all your dying conditions. Also, I want to point something out that might be useful to you guys. The GM can award hero points when the PCs perform a heroic deed or task. So here's the thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm not saying like if the group comes in to rescue, that's fine. But if they don't, this is the most narrative appropriate time <laughs> for Gunford to die. I, so I don't think I want to use hero points. It is always your choice. There is nothing saying you have to automatically spend them, though reading how they work might be interesting because I totally forgot about this page. Look, when you shove an important mechanic on page 300 and barely reference it anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It it kind of functions similarly to the points in Aberon, except for you have less of them and you, you can spend multiple at once for different things right i think the real question we should be asking is if we feed bitey will he become our friend bitey <laughs> is going to be jenya's animal companion because Bi- jenya is an is a cavern elf druid oh go ahead and find art so i can update the overlay while yep. you're dying <laughs> um, don't update the overlay until the character is actually dead please and also are you playing a goblin deserter me Important question about your replacement character. I know it was an uh, elven druid. 
I mean, it's oh. Cavern Elf Druid. I don't think a Cavern Elf Druid okay. can be nope. into a goblin. <laughs> no, there was joking about a goblin right. earlier. Never mind. Um, goblin I had a, I killed a I dwarf. Had... And... Okay. So, I was thinking of making a goblin for a second character, though. See whether he's more interested in just flat out murdering you or in in fucking with your friends. I mean, that's I mean, up to you. Again, yeah, and I've decided to roll for it. With the friends. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> that, that, I like the idea of him coming out like, come, save your friend. <laughs> Gorgonesh being um, like, yeah, that was your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the goblin commando and the other goblins will muttering goblin over the body for a moment and before can i hear what they're saying uh no you're pretty far away and they're talking to each other in a circle um but um after that you hear in common treasure treasure or for tribute Loyalty and tribute for for ally. Uh, hey, hey, treasure, treasure. And he's going to start looting your body. Sweet. So what weapon are you currently holding? I'm currently holding my Warhammer. Okay. So he's going to take that because you're unconscious and can't hold on to it. The next, I assume your crossbow is probably on your back. Mm-hmm. With his next action, he's going to take your crossbow. Um, We're going to get back a naked dwarf. And given, <laughs> given the roll, what is the most expensive thing you've got in your bag? Uh, that is a really good question. Um, if you're not entirely sure, just tell me what seems like it would look valuable. <laughs> My silk rope. Probably. What's the yeah, shiniest thing? Um, that is at least temporarily removed from your inventory as he is starting to collect treasures. Okay. Um, Ridnell, you hear this. You have been asked to offer tribute in exchange for your friend. Or rather, um, your companion. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, they're asking for an exchange. We know we could hear it was in common. Oh, okay. What, what do we give? Do we give them something? What do we give them? Do we give them something? We don't really have much. No, we don't have much to give them. Why don't we just go kill them and collect the dwarf? That would be my inclination as well. Remember, there's a trap right at the bottom of the stairs when you go down there. Ah. I've got a signal whistle. Oh, no, you're right, bottom. <laughs> I know my tops from my... And some whiskey. <laughs> and I've got a wine flask full of, like, whiskey or something. Yes. Whatever the scotch. Uh, Whatever wine you were served in the first... Yeah. Ribnell, if you could... 
Rubnell, if you out... could take your six-second turn. Yeah. If you if you could figure out the trap at the bottom of the stairs for me so I can just navigate oh. past it. Okay, yeah. I will take a look to see if I can figure out what that trap is. Okay. Uh, perception yep. roll. Well, you're going to, yeah, make me a perception roll. Why not? Um, 16. Um, with a 16, you don't see the trap either. You know um, it's there. And I'm not sure. Definitely saw your ally jump. Um, the one thing you would definitely just know is you definitely saw your ally jump this way and avoid it. Um, it's somewhere there. <laughs> just kind of point. <laughs> but you don't know exactly where it is or what triggers it. Because this is a reasonably well-disguised goblin. It's just kind of, it's somewhere there. Though, it may or may not be that dangerous. You're not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. And the different action is like, hold up a wineskin and go, whiskey? <laughs> give, give, everything, give. We need more tribute. Um, but seriously, what are the actions you are physically taking? This is a six second-ish round. And mostly he's looking for the trap and, they, and if I have time, just hold up the wineskin and just go, whiskey? Yeah, he, he moved, and that's he it. Move down, right. look for the trap, offered whiskey. Okay. I didn't see the move, but okay. Yeah, move down here to look at the trap and just... All right, um, that makes it the other hiding goblin's turn because he's a mage. Sweet! And he's going to also make a roll. With the natural 20, damn it, Vex. <laughs> For those unaware, I'm using dice themed on characters from a show called Critical Role, um, which is why when I crit, I'm talking. Uh, the best tribute is death. Death for death. Best tribute is death. Oh, this is my favorite death. goblin in the world. Death for the mud chewer is death. Death tribute. The tribute of death. And he is going to be a mage, at, be a pyro specifically at you. Oh, that's uh. not good. That's the alchemist. <laughs> How much um, flammable stuff do you have? <laughs> um, well, the flammable stuff. I've got how many? How many bottles do I got on me? Ribnell just Ribnell just goes up and it. <laughs> I have six vials of alchemist fire. And Ribnell just goes up in a pyroclasm. <laughs> These are the ashes of Ribnell. Is there like a saving throw for my stuff? <laughs> but I, I do... imagine that if your stuff is flammable, either the text of the spell being used on you or the text of those items will tell you how that's impacted. It doesn't say anything with under the alchemist fire okay. about bottles exploding. Uh, Unless it says something under bombs. I mean, learn that. Let's see. 
All right, so he's going to... Oh, that's right. Nope. They can avoid the trap. Nothing there about things exploding. But... Or about bombs going off on your person. Okay. He's actually smart enough not to step into it just in case you guys trigger it because he rolled a natural 20 on his intelligence check to figure out what his boss would have wanted. And he, he, his fingers light up with flame as you're going to need to make me a reflex save. Oh, boy. Fire. No, he's, he is actively a self-sacrificing zealot. Sorry. He's going to move right there so he can get the two of you. Or sorry, there Ooh, hey, where he can get good. the two of you, and both of you are going to need to make me a reflex save. That was right. really good. I rolled a natural eighteen, so okay. that gives me a. I roll a natural seventeen. That puts twenty-four. That puts me at twenty. All right, both of you succeed. Um, neither of you critically succeed. So you take half damage from. Jeez. So you take half of 11 fire damage because I rolled really well. Okay. Uh, so that'll be five. As this creature burned. Uh, rib- Sorry. Railnor, you do spot down the hall this gout of fire. <laughs> Aha. That you don't think your allies caused. I suspect that was the screaming one who who is arguing for tribute. Um, yep. The tribute of death. That would seem um, likely. But that's going to make it Raelnor's turn. Uh, I'm going to shift over here where I think I can get a line of sight on him based on where the stairs are. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that works. Um... I have a counter offer, uh, and I again pull my hand past my belt as a knife comes out of it, uh, floats up above my hand, goes spinning, and I'm going to telekinetic projectile at him. Which okay. is an attack roll, which I got a natural twenty on. That's a crit, obviously. Yep. And that's a ten on the dice, so that's twenty damage. Okay. Twenty piercing damage as the dagger. <laughs> Um, the goblin pyro is dead. Counteroffer. Out of curiosity, does his corpse hitting the ground trigger the trap? I'm gonna say no, because he knows how to avoid standing on it, okay. according to the text of the room. So, right. he died where he fell. You, you kind of cut his head off. He um, died as he lived. Screaming. Burning. <laughs> no, screaming and bleeding no, from the forehead. Stab it. Stabbed. It was stabbed. Viciously from a distance. Um I mean the wound probably Gear go. Um, so my chief concern is that that rug is concealing a pitfall because that would slow me down way too much to actually be of help. Um was he standing on the rug? Yeah. Okay, so that probably is not the case then. Jump on his corpse. <laughs> um, 
in which case, assuming that it's not enough of a pitfall to actually slow me, I'm just gonna barrel through it because I need okay. to get in the middle of that fight. Uh, make me a reflex save as you cross over. Alright. And that fire is out, so you can stand there. Yeah. Um, uh, so that will be reflex save is plus three. 21. Okay. Um, that is a success, but not a critical success. So as, as you run onto this rug, you feel a rope, a sort of thin rope snap under it it and rocks fall from the ceiling onto you okay not meant as a condemnation of your action rocks fall <laughs> everyone dies oh no rocks fall gunford dies it is called a falling rock trap um oh wait that's wrong dice I mean, you're not wrong. Rocks fall, Gunford dies. I'm going to go use a different D6, because that was 12 reduced to 6 Ow. damage on 2D6. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take out some different dice, because I, I don't actually want you guys dead. All right. But I so do. Two actions to run up into the middle of the fight. Third action to flurry blows the commando. Okay. Go for it. 21 to hit for the first time. I'll hit. Jeremy, the commando's holding your crossbow already on the token. Uh, 12 bludgeoning damage <laughs> to the commando. He has That's his own. terrible person. <laughs> um, 12 damage on the first one, you said? Yes. Okay. Is he still, still standing? Stand. Okay, yeah, and second attack. 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Uh... 11 damage to the commando. The commando is no longer in command of his livingness. So as <laughs> as, as as Gorgonash basically flying... That was, that as, was, Aaron, that was so awkward. It came back around <laughs> to being perfect. As, as, as Gorgonash basically runs in and flying <laughs> kicks the commando into the wall behind him, he, st he stops and stands and looks at the other three. If you want a tribute of death, I'll take it from your hides. You have character art in yes, I saw channel. More All right, for you to Gunford, you're gonna need to make me that flat d20 roll. Oh, oh, well, certainly this will work. So it's DC 12 because it's 10 plus your dying level. Yeah, that's a six. <laughs> You got a dying three. A dying three. It wasn't a one. It wasn't an Xfinity though, so you don't just die. It was not an Xfinity. <laughs> but there are three turns coming up. Um, I want someone in roll twenty chat who is not me to roll me a D one hundred. On it. I feel like Jeremy should do that. Okay. 54. That is high. That is a number. Okay. Okay. Worth noting, Jeremy, there is errata, errata regarding the druid's animal forms. As of oh, really? update 1.6, yes. But is that something that you even worry about at first level? I don't think so. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think you're... Sh I don't... It looks like you're not changing form until later mm -hmm. in... 
right now i'm literally just don't worry about it um and we will check if that's even something we're going to worry about because we're not rebuilding characters um we may change how unless they die well yes wild shape is a a level level one yeah it's a first level power so i'd look through that um if it drastically changes how you were going to build your character don't worry about it um but with uh but that's only for wild yeah so yeah yeah um with a 54 which is high but very close to 50 um First, one of them's going to go at Gorgonash with his, uh, uh, he has the dog smasher or something. Dog slash, dog slicer. He has a dog slicer. You called these things cute. I disagree. Pathfinder goblins are adorable. Adorable is not cute. There is a difference. They have, they have big, they have big wide heads and lots of teeth. All right, um, that's a miss on the first one, but second attack with agile with minus four definitely a miss. Hey. Uh, yeah, none of these are above a ten because <laughs> apparently when I'm not hitting Jeremy, I can't roll. Seems <laughs> correct. The second one is gonna make all three attacks at you as well. Um, I assume a. 22 hits. Yeah. Is that a crit? No. All right. Um, so he's just going to use his dog slicer and you take five slashing damage. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think a 17 hits. Yes. Okay. Take two slashing damage. Okay. And then third attack has a minus eight. Yeah. Third attack does have a minus eight. That, no. Oh, natural one on (laughs) Which, with a minus eight plus their attack modifier is still a negative number and a natural one. Um, that still third guy, though, still standing, is going to spend his first action to figure out how injured you are. They're not good at medicine, so we'll see how that goes. Decide that, yeah, he could probably kill you, and then there's two deaths to death sacrifice. He's into this death sacrifice thing. He's just as kind of thinking that more deaths is probably better. Gonna move on top of the commando's corpse for ultimate death sacrifice powers. Um, ultimate death, death sacrifice powers. <laughs> oh, I'm so here for this. He I, just, I just need you to miss me once. He'll absorb the death energy from the one he's standing on. Um... And scream for Jackus, for Jackus, for Jackus as he tries to hit you twice. 16? That will hit. Okay. Two damage. Uh, that would reduce me to zero, but I have the half orc, I, ha- I have the half orc racial feat that says I just go to one. 
Okay. He stabs in and thinks he got a good hit. Dracus again. And digs into my chest. And I just stand uh, there. Yeah, 17 hits. Yep. I will spend my hero point to stay at one. Okay. <laughs> yep. So the damage roll doesn't mean, really matter. They want to wait if there are more attacks that are going to That's that is the last person. Okay. Yeah, that's the last one. The commando is dead, so he cool. cannot use his horse chopper, which I'm sad about. Horse but he has—he is now dead with a collection of things he didn't own before. Ah, uh, it's true. So that's a win. He who dies with the most toys wins. Exactly. Ridnell. Okay, how many of these things are still up? Three. Three. And they're not and in a good position to ask it to flash. Activated and does not seem to reset. No, no, you should totally throw a big thing of acid in there. Go I for your have... largest AOE. I throw don't it. have acid, but then... Throw it at yeah. Gunford's corpse. That way it'll kill Gunford, knock out Gorgonash, and do mild amounts of damage to the three goblins. <laughs> what are your actions? You don't really have the time to think about it. My, my action is... Um, and you use uh, telekinetic projectile to throw a sling bullet at this guy here. Okay. Uh, at the one, the, the first, the first one. Yep. And that is that is an eleven. Um, I assume that targets their normal AC. Yes. Okay. And so yeah. I, I, it's Sorry. any of my bombs is going to hit the other two, so I didn't want to throw one of them. Fair enough. Um, and my third action is I am going to back up. Okay. <laughs> you leaving them to die? I'm not jumping into the middle of that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> And really, I'm giving Relnor a, a, a clear line of sight. That's what I'm doing. I don't have any healing potions to give Gunford, so if you're not going to be in there and he fails his next death save, I have nothing to do. <laughs> He's just dead. Well, there's, yeah, there's... Yeah, you are the one person who has healing capabilities. Yes. You I... also are the one who looted a healing potion. Uh, Nope, I fully realize that. I also realize that I'm not jumping into a room full of goblins. That is fair. Relnor. <laughs> you should probably bring them back this way. Uh, stride, five, ten. There's 20. some rocks on the ground. Yeah. Um, How injured do the goblins look, if at all? Uh, those two haven't been hit. This one, I believe, has been hit once. Okay. Um, I reach out a hand. Uh, I would apologize for this, but uh, and the dagger that is buried underneath the, the dagger that's in the ground in in the corpse of the mage flies up and flies at uh the one that's just south of Gorgonash. Okay. It's not a 20, it's a 19, but uh, 19 yeah. plus 3, that's a 22. Does a 22... I'm assuming a 22 hits, does it crit? But does not crit. Okay. Just a d10, then. 
uh, nine points of piercing damage. As the dagger. Alright, he seems very dead. And that's my turn. That's all three of my actions. I can't okay. shield myself. Alright. Gorgonash's turn. That would make it Gorgonash's turn. I've reduced them to two. Yeah, so um, Gorgonash kind of looks at the one that stabbed him twice. You did ask for a tribute of death. Flurry of blows. Okay. That will be a 16 to hit. Yep. Thank you. Plus five attack mod. Uh, 10 bludgeoning damage. Yeah, it's dead. And then the other guy. That'll be a 15 to hit. Mm-hmm. For nine bludgeoning damage. It's also dead. Goblin warriors do not have much in the way of health. Uh, and then, is it possible for me to attempt to stabilize someone with no tools and no training? Let's see. So um, that's an errata question because I know that how healing worked changed um, a bit. Uh, administer first aid. I must have healer's tools. Yeah. There's someone in your party who has them. Yes. Unfortunately, he's not here. So with my with my remaining two actions, I will simply shout, I need a healer in here. Coming. The goblins are dead. Coming. Let's see if Gunford survives. I, I, I will actually, with as much of my actions as I can use, I would like to drag Gunford towards Ridnell. Yeah, I, I'm going to say you basically get two actions, though. Um, when you're carrying someone, you move at half speed. So, so one of your actions worth of moving. Yeah, so that'll be just five. Yeah, so that'll be, I have 25 feet of movement. So I can basically get him to here. Okay. I can drag him into the uh, into the empty square. We're gonna remain in turn order because it's dramatic. And Gunford. All right. Did you die? Did you died? I exterminated. <laughs> Do you want to spend a hero point to not die after Gorgonash tried nope. to save you? Nope. Gorgonash was dumb. <laughs> the racist okay. dwarf dies episode two <laughs> so despite the half orc fortunately it's the end of episode two so i don't change the i don't have to update the overlay yet so <sighs> with i tried the last gasp of choking blood spurting <laughs> heartbeat ending and the healer far oh my away. god that is where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> Fuck you, Xfinity, for bringing this, this production. Say goodbye, Say everybody. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.